This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Man, you see this fucking video, dog, of uh, what? Malik McDowell. Oh, yeah, man, dog. Dog this, put his whole life on the line, bro. <laughs> this nigga so... I really think... Like, so are you familiar with, like, any of his, like, background shit he been through? No. A dog that had a pretty rough life, dog. I really think he might have been trying to do suicide by cop, bro. I have no other explanation for what I nigga like, did. You lucky you alive, dog. Fam, shout out to that particular officer for restraint. Because that was beyond, like, yo, all right. That officer was kind of, I mean, he's a large man. Yeah, no, I mean. Six this, foot six, 300 pounds. gigantic ass football player and size nigga he ran through that taser nigga nigga taze who <laughs> taze who nigga snapped them bitches out like fam and, and took the cop's gun yeah he dog. took the nigga taser from him now i really think he was trying to kill himself bro he just kept saying like, like he got it's, it sounds like he may have he from here yeah i'm like why else would you be in late permission you know yeah but like he would just kept saying, give me a supervisor, bro. Give me, like, yeah. man, you don't have, like, a constitutional right to speak to a supervisor. No, nah, no. Nah. You don't have a constitutional right to be alive right now after that shit you pulled off, bro. Like, that was one time where the, I, I was shocked. I was waiting on him to shoot. It's the first I, time I heard a nigga say, I'm going to tell you two more times. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, what? I said, I'm going to tell you two more times. You know what I thought, too? I thought, and I don't, I don't, I have no, like, facts behind this, but I was thinking, like, Maybe the officer knew who that was. Like, maybe he recognized him or, like, was familiar enough that he was like, fam, I'm really not trying to do nothing that could hurt you, bro. He kept like, saying, why you pull me over? Like, because you was doing 60 and you just spun out. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything, I don't know, bro. Like I said, dog done, dog done been through some shit. Um, that video was, like, I, I, I knew nothing happened to him, but I watched that whole video waiting on something to happen to him. Because I was like, this is wild, nigga. Shout out to Latham Village. Yeah, yeah, they training <laughs> they cops up over there, bro. <laughs> hey, low-key, hey. uh, last cop, the cop I ran into last week was from yeah. Latham Village, and he didn't. Hey, hey man, Latham <laughs> Village Police Department, y'all all right with me and Jay, dog. Yeah. Hold on, let me think if I ever got a ticket over in Latham Village before I get these whole ass niggas props. They uh, patrol the, uh, the the establishment that I work for, so mm, whenever, yeah. you know what I'm saying, they, they show up real quick. So. Yeah, hey, man, shout out to uh, Latham Village PD, because my goodness, nigga, that video was disturbing, but... Uh, shit, nigga, we off that. What up, what up, what up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to This Week in Culture, episode 51. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Freeway Anthony Ross. And I got my nigga in the building with me. What up, though? What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, a.k.a. Snowfall is here. <laughs> Winter is coming. Y'all already know, man, as Jay just alluded to, this week in culture, we take a look back on seasons one and two of FX's Snowfall, and we give predictions on season three, which premieres tomorrow, July man. 10th, 10 p.m. on Fox. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be well, y'all Wednesday. Should be li- y'all should be listening to this early. Yeah, so, so y'all, y'all should catch this in the fix. morning so y'all can get y'all snowfall fixed and be prepared for a uh, Wednesday night, man. This Wednesday, July 10th on FX at 10 p.m., snowfall returns. Man, I just was thinking like because like I know, we record on Tuesdays and shit now, yeah, yeah. right? But it really depends on what show, yeah, what major yeah, show comes on. Yeah, so with yeah. this one, since this shit come on on Wednesday, technically we always going to be like kind of a week behind. Yeah. 
but it kind of works out because the day before or the day of yeah. that you bought to watch a new one, you can get the recap. You of can, the yep, exactly, exactly. And uh, if we say something like wildly wrong the week before, bow, we could fix that and make it real smooth yeah. for you to <laughs> see that next episode. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, nah, dog, I, uh, you know what I thought about too, man. It was actually kind of funny when I thought about it. We kind of gave them a snowfall recap. Seasons one and two, we did. We, we did them at the same. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we combined them. So I'm like, because I started thinking about that earlier this morning, like when I was trying to put notes together and all that. I'm like, dog. Well, I feel like we went through this, and then I was like, we did. Come, yeah, we definitely we we combined both of them. Yeah, because we didn't record during the season, but right. then I was like, we still gonna get in the bag with what predictions. And general, do we do. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just kind of give them a, a heads up, man. But before we get into all that snowfall talk. We got a lot going on in the culture, bro. I, I took a bunch of notes, and I just got tired out and was just it's like... It's a lot going on. It's man. a lot that's like I want to talk about, and it's a lot that's stupid, but people talking about it, so I feel like we kind of got to mention it. On that note, I'm going to start with it. The ice cream licking videos, bro. <laughs> so it started with the one girl, but now this is a thing. Like, dog in uh, Louisiana got arrested, some black dude. He was like 40-something, too. I'm like, why are you playing games, bro? Then a minute ago, literally, my homegirl just posted this on Facebook. She worked for um for uh, Atlanta 11 Alive News, which is their NBC affiliate. She posted a video. Florida woman. Off top, Florida woman. Not Florida man. Florida woman. Caught urinating into ice cream bucket, spitting into ice cream, and returned to the store. Like It all started with the Bluebell ice cream video girl who's now facing two to 20 years. So for everybody who like plans on getting involved in this, like don't do it. Like I tweeted the other yesterday. Yeah. You know how they be like nobody. Yeah. This is my nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> no. Me, if I see one of you weird ass niggas licking anything in a grocery <laughs> store, I'm going to my car, I'm setting up a tripod and I'm beating the fuck out you on camera and then I'm going to upload that shit while the police come. I mean, they're going wanna, viral anyway. Since you want to be viral that bad. They're they going viral either way, dog. I said, yo. Now, old girl, the, the first girl that did this that's facing the 2 to 20, doubt she gets any years. They probably just going to hit her with probation. But I really want her to catch that two-year minimum, dog. Like, put her in the county for 30 days. Fam, something. Like, I need her to see a little bit. Like 30 in the county. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you don't need 20 years. Like, no, 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 no. No, 20 years definitely excessive. I'd have got that. Uh, now, <laughs> 20 is excessive unless, <laughs> like, they run, like, some tests and she got yeah. something. I got a family members that didn't call the body and been out quicker than, 50, <laughs> quicker than 20 years. So I'm like, still trying yeah. to figure out who my dad told on that he got out <laughs> short. <laughs> I so, said, wait, you ain't do none of that that L. You just did the 10. <laughs> so, and for me, like, I think 20 years yeah. is, um, is, this, is the – the most time anybody should ever do in prison. Yeah, for one, I, I agree with that. Like, 20, um, I don't think people understand how unless long, it's capital murder. I don't know what that means. Yeah, we ain't got time. <laughs> uh, just don't commit capital murder, but don't lick ice cream in the grocery store. Like, I don't, I don't understand. All right, dog. I understand we live in the era of people trying to go viral. Why? I, I don't know why we live in that era. I don't know why people do that. I don't know why people think it's cool to go into a store and like record themselves flipping a table or jumping onto a display or breaking some this I don't know why people think that's cool. This is what George Orwell meant in nineteen eighty four when he mm -hmm. said everybody was gonna get their fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's gonna be famous for fifteen minutes. But literally. 
Because after that retweet yeah. wave is over. It's done. But this ain't what nobody meant when we said the revolution would be televised. Because <laughs> y'all niggas is not telling. Y'all are televising crimes, dog. Like, I, fam, y'all are literally recording yourselves committee. Like the, the last week, we kind of hinted at it, but the whole we on the lodge with it. Yeah. Fam, I don't care. Like, I seen people in the comments like, why y'all old ass niggas hating? We just having fun. Woo, woo. I'm like, fam, that's illegal. You can't stop the freeway and block off the freeway and then like peel out and race and do all that and streaking and whatever y'all was doing like that's illegal bro that's the, it's all fun and games till one of you niggas die fam because when that car spin out and hit that median because when, when let me tell you something i saw a car spin out and hit another parked car hey. um i seen a nigga on the riverwalk spinning like okay hey. keep on because because i was just waiting like oh he's going into the detroit river hey. he is going into the detroit river he was this close hey like fam, and y'all out there, y'all think, oh, we didn't stop the the traffic, so we can drift and do all we doing, and we ain't hit nobody. Fam, you can hit the person recording this video, like y'all. While she's screaming on the lodge, she could have been like, "We on the lodge," <laughs> and then the whole. So it's just y'all committing crimes on camera, and then y'all posting them. Like I don't know who told y'all that that was the wave, but it's not, man. Like that little five minutes that you're gonna be popping is not nearly as. Uh, fam, I, worth getting arrested, bro. In real life, if outside of like the the Welvins, yeah, and yeah like the yeah. Fifty Tysons or some shit yeah. like that, because that was like first. That was a wave, yeah, niggas. I couldn't tell if one of you niggas walked up to me tomorrow, fam. And like them cats was being taken advantage of by other people. Like yeah, those they, were they, cats with mental disabilities. Those wasn't on purpose. Yeah, that was y'all trying to go viral on purpose. Yeah. Some shit, and it's happen. looking like it. Yeah. It's looking like it too. When you purposely lift the lid off a of bluebell ice cream and lick the ice cream and put it back, and then so the cat, uh, the dude that got arrested in Louisiana, he bought his ice cream and he recorded himself purchasing it. He still got arrested. No, that's why. Because the cop said we have no proof that you put the initial ice cream back and that this is the you same ice cream. You know what? Yeah, they fucked themselves up with what? We have no proof. Fuck out of here. If you're going to tell me we don't got no proof. I- no, because see, that's the thing. You recording. So what he did, he recorded himself licking it and then recorded a receipt. I don't know that that's the same ice cream. So therefore, no, you catching this charge, B. Tampering with consumer goods. Hey, he, 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 he's beating the case. No, everybody catching a two to 20. He beating that case. Everybody catching a two to 20. I'm tired of stupid shit. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, yo. All right, we didn't talked about it before on this podcast, but cancel culture, it doesn't exist. And I'm going to tell you why. It's two reasons why I know cancel culture don't exist. They just got proven this week. Uh, one, Chris Brown album is number one. Y'all did not cancel him for saying black bitches with nice hair or whatever that lyric was. <sighs> Y'all ain't canceled, dog. He had the number one album in the country, 100,000, 125,000 units, All you got to do is listen to it one time. And bam, that counts. Because he that got counts. 97 songs. Yeah. So everybody who listened to it one time. Yeah. Hey. That's the game we playing. That's it. Uh, and then, too, granted, I was mad at y'all when y'all said y'all was canceling my dog, but y'all said y'all canceled him. Y'all didn't. Kanye, Yeezys, by the end of this year, Forbes reported, will be worth $1.5 billion <laughs> in sales. Like, he's going to hit that number by the end of 2019. Y'all ain't canceling my dog. I ain't mad at that, though. Cause I wish y'all would cancel him this weekend so I can get these bitches. It's about to drop. <laughs> no, nah, you ain't catching no more. I And... Why the little plug that we talked about? Why they didn't officially got back whack? They on some uh uh raffle 
joint now. They don't even sell them straight up no more. And I'm gonna be out of town this weekend. Maybe I'll try raffle in the uh, different. Oh, where you headed? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, y'all don't be canceling nobody. So let's just stop talking about that. Uh, speaking of rappers and singers and entertainers, shout out to Jaden Smith, real quick. Uh, did you see what the young boy did? He got the I Love You food truck where he's giving away free vegan food to homeless people in California. He's just pulling up. Folks come to the truck. They get a whole dinner. Like, it's that simple. He handing out hot meals for nothing. He doing good with his work, man. He uh, had his first launch on Monday, which was his birthday. So shout out to that. Happy belated. But he just popped up downtown Los Angeles. Every homeless person that walked up to the truck got a plate. Vegan. Vegan dinners, yeah, handing them out, boom. Everything was vegan, so we keeping it healthy. I ain't really with the vegan wave, but yo, he vegan, he handing out vegan dinners. Shout I'm, out. I'm cool with the vegan wave because usually, um, if you giving people food for the homeless, they, they go get the cheapest shit. They get the worst, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you shit, can't really cheat vegan. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's true. The cheapest shit. Oh, let's get a bunch of hot and ready's and pass yeah. them out, which is cool because I smell yeah. hot and ready. But like, they it ain't healthy. They don't need yeah. the, all the worst food. Yeah. No, and I, I appreciate just in general, man, him pulling the food truck. Like, he brought it to them, yo. Like, you know, uh, 21 years old. Young, yeah. Young Jaden is putting his, his uh, he's vying for the best human in the world. Yeah. He on his way, too, man. And last two albums ain't been bad, bro. Never heard a song. Yeah, they not bad at all. I've never Sire heard a song. Sire was like a year ago, and then this one where is he, Sire where, spelled backwards. Where do they play this music at? In uh, my car and on Tyler the Creator tours, because he be with Tyler. I it, yeah 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 he be with Tyler. They go do their thing and folks love them. And then Will Smith pop out and they perform uh, "Welcome to Miami" and that bitch be lit. So shout out to young twenty one year old Jaden Smith for out here leading the uh, the charge. Speaking of this, is a wild transition. But I just thought this headline and this article was interesting. <laughs> Speaking of homeless people, uh, Chicago, a report came out that 13,000 of the reported homeless people in Chicago had jobs and college educations, uh, as reported by the census in 2017. So right now, in 2019, 13,000 current homeless people were employed two years ago and now they're on the streets. Mm. With no job. That's scary. And had college education. Mm. So. I wonder what the age of these people are. Yeah. I ain't get. Because your, um, your degree that you got in 1960 may not be worth shit today. That's very true. That's you very true. But we also know it's true. Your degree you got in 06. May not be worth Probably shit ain't worth shit today. So. But uh, I thought that was very alarming, man. Like, dog. Folks was literally working and living their life two years ago. And now they on the streets of Chicago. That's crazy. Oh, uh, what else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doug, did you hear about the the Afro Future Festival? Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking with it. Detroit, Detroit. well, they didn't switch it up now, so I, it ain't. I bought a ticket. Well, now they all twenty. Anything twenty. So for those who don't know, uh, Afro I'm Future. Her, I'm trying to get her on, uh, on Shop Talk this week. Afro Future Fest, uh, which is a music festival that was well will be held in Detroit on August third. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all the proceeds go to um, a program for black children yep. in the city of Detroit. It's not like a for-profit. Every single one of yeah, those, yeah. all that money is going to the children. So they're in the news this week, not because of the festival, but because acts started pulling out. One act. 
Well, now a couple have, but it it started with that girl. Yeah. Um, started with that girl because she's mixed. Uh, an act pulled out, and now a couple acts have pulled out because the festival is charging non people of color, so white people, twice the amount for a ticket to attend. So the early bird tickets for blacks were ten dollars for non blacks or non people of color were twenty. See, it's all about framing. <laughs> It's all about framing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same as women getting the club for free before eleven. Why do you get to go to the club b- for free? Yeah, because you're a woman. Aren't we all equal? No, things change. So it's not that white people are getting charged more. It's because there is a giant wealth gap in between mm-hmm. these two these two communities, and this whole thing is being put on for the black people in this community and, and specifically in this area yeah. where we all live at. So I'm giving them a discount for, cause yeah. like this, like, cause you can't afford it. It's just like, go to St. Andrews and go to any fucking concert. And that bitch is all white. Not because, facts. and it's not always just because they're the only ones interested, but how yeah. about maybe you got more disposable income. Yeah. Go try to go to a fucking. Yeah. White people ain't the only ones that like race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because there is a, a, um, a income gap. Yeah. And a disparity there. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. And they said, we gave you, we gave such and such a discount, but then it was like, I didn't appreciate. So the young lady who, who pulled out, she yeah. just pulled out, posted on the internet and I don't like this. I don't know. Without even reaching out to the organizers. Yeah. How about you actually say something? Moreover, this shit was always on the Eventbrite with yeah. the prices and the explanation. It's an Eventbrite ticket. You can buy whatever the fuck you want to buy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, the girl. Yeah, I, off top, that was my first thing. I'm like, fam, just I click people it's, of color. Like, I get it. Pay the 10. I get it. It sounds wild. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get how it sounds. Yeah. But when, you, when she break it down, I'm like, look, man. Yeah, yeah man. So, uh, organizer Adrian Ayers, uh, after being threatened and harassed, she has now changed all ticket prices to uh, one ticket. Now everything is twenty dollars flat. Um, so it's a flat rate for all white and colored folk. Uh, but people of color, for a minute, y'all have a discount. So this is what I don't like. I hate the fucking term people of color. <laughs> yep. Um, because basically POC. Basically, it's just acknowledging that white is the base and everything else. Because when you fill it's out something different. It's something different. Yeah, like yeah. you you are the standard in everything else. Yeah. I'm a person of color, non person. No, fuck yeah. that. Like I don't I just hate that fucking term. And the yeah. term is is all inclusive. When we was fighting for shit that's not all inclusive, we yeah. were speaking for black people. Yeah, people of color includes a lot more. Now, yeah. people of color is everything that's not yeah. white. But that's why I hate when people say like minority race, like no black. I need it when it's me and my people. I need that very clear that it's for blacks, and that's and even like or when they say black and brown to include Hispanic people. No, because black people are brown too. So I blacks. We blacks, and I mean, that's it. If y'all want, y'all want to give a color. I mean, it's more like black and yellow, black and beige, or some shit. Yeah, because like, we gonna get an Asian's day. It's all bad. Stop coloring me, and like we all for the humans over there. Like, cause no, we all. I don't know. It, it's weird. I actually feel you on that. On the people of color, it's like so jobs now because you switched it from 
having to hire African American yeah. or uh, Africans over here because of the diaspora. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I hate the term African American. We just Africans because mm-hmm. they're too China. Anyway, I'm not gonna go. But into when that. it's on the thing, it's black slash African American. You like, know what I'm saying? So whatever the case, now it's white slash European. So now it's person of color. So now from yeah. a job, if I hire an Indian woman. I That's check personal. off three boxes. Yeah. I check off the, the women minority box, yep. the person, person of color minority box, and now I got a foreigner perks even though it's yeah. the same thing. No, no, I don't like that. Yeah, it's because it's, it's that's wild. never been that's never been the thing. It's never been a system put in place to hold anybody else down except black people. Yeah. Like Jim Crow was for us specifically. Slavery was for us specifically. So now we try to make when we try to make you treat us equal. Yeah. You gonna add everybody else in? No, this was for us. Yeah. Um. And I just want to throw in there that the lady that peed in the ice cream was Asian. She was not black. So <laughs> she peed in the ice cream. Yeah. I she beat was this shit out. Florida woman caught urinating into ice cream bucket and spitting in it. And then put it back. Mm-hmm. I beat she this got shit out your dumb ass. Yeah. She's an old Asian a woman lady. or not. I will drag the fuck out your ass for pee. Like, Look at Shorty. Why her? Oh, what the fuck? What's she doing in life, bro? I don't believe this shit. What's she doing in life, bro? I don't bro? believe that shit. She on video? Probably. I don't believe that shit. That lady old as fuck. No, she probably did that shit. She in Florida, bro. I doubt not one story that comes out of Florida, bro. I don't believe none it's of It's the worst state in America. Um, Speaking of racism, let's get into it. Because I wouldn't debate it online. I still won't debate it online. But I'm definitely going to give y'all my opinion. Right. The Little Mermaid, bro. Mm, mm. Oh man, man, man! So let's let's. All right. So uh, I think it was Haley from the group Chloe and Haley who are Beyonce's Holly uh, Bailey. Yeah, they're um Beyonce's group, and uh, she was announced by Disney as the new Ariel for the upcoming live action Little Mermaid. Disney, as you know, with Lion King, with Aladdin, they're redoing a ton of their classics, but in live action form. It's giving it a whole new life, and they're bringing a whole new energy to these classics to an audience that, like, I got little cousins right now who have never seen Lion King, so they don't know this is a classic moment. So they get to go see all these new classics. But when Haley got announced as Ariel, the internet, just click the hashtag if you're on Twitter or Instagram. Not my Ariel, <laughs> fam. Some of the <laughs> folks was trying to scientifically break it down. They like, yo, uh, technically there's not enough melanin that goes into uh, the water for any mermaid to be of color because she wouldn't receive enough sun. Like I saw these arguments happening on. That's why I couldn't get involved. Cause you finna have me argue about a mermaid. Ste- you know, you know there are black mermaids that was even in the cartoon. Facts like, sitting right next to Ariel, like it wasn't like they was the evil mermaid. No, these was her friends. But Ariel can't be black. Like this, should go. yeah. Fam, there were it was like four. First of all, dog. All right, let's let's start with the real problem. We talking about a mermaid. That's problem number one. You see Kiki uh, Palmer? Palmer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like a giant touche. She was like, so since most of the, historically, most of the women of color <laughs> uh, who got films uh, were already had to play the maid, so it's yeah. only right that we can finally be the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Bitch. And fam, let's, let's talk about white people for a minute. Let's talk about uh, 
I don't know, really any movie that depicted Egyptians ever. Fam, listen. They're all played by white people. Egypt is in Africa? Listen, dog. This is just Gods of Egypt, Russell Crowe. Fam, until you turn Jesus back black, don't tell me nothing about the Little Mermaid. That was my favorite meme. That joint was like, yo, if they this mad over Ariel, wait till they find out about Jesus. Fam, did you see the Dragon Ball Z movie? (laughs) 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 Nigga, don't you turn Goku into a white male. Fam, last samurai was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was the last samurai, nigga. And samurais was black. Sorry to bust your bubble. Google it. Russell Crowe was the god of Egypt, bro. Like, what are we talking about, dog? Uh, Elizabeth Taylor was queen whoever. Was Nefertiti or whoever she played. Fam, white people have played historically black roles or historically black people. White people didn't play slaves with blackface. Oh. Fam, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, Jesus like y'all have done this since the beginning of film, dog. So now that we have a black actress playing a live version of a fake fish. You know this is done for promotion. Fam, I can't imagine that. that I, I don't think Disney that smart. I can't imagine anybody talking about The Little Mermaid live action version this much if it was just a regular ass movie without a black lead. No, I, I, I think white people are that racist. Like, I really do. I really believe that white people are so racist that they will argue with us over some fake fish, bro. Um, white people. It's not only white people. Because um, as I as I go through the hashtag on yeah. Twitter, um, I recognize that we're currently having the oppression Olympics. Mm. Because everybody wants to be the most impressed. Yeah. Uh, so, like, this Spanish young lady saying... I mean, I'm Spanish and we ain't got no princesses. You don't hear us complaining. It's always just because if somebody not black, then everybody wants to get up in arms. Everything ain't got to be. I'm like, well, I don't know. speak up for your right. Shit, I don't know. What you want me to tell First you? First of all, uh, Jennifer Lopez played all the Spanish princesses <laughs> in the world. I bet a thousand. I bet a thousand. I ain't seen all the movies, See, but I nigga, feel like I seen that. Niggas talking about the Little Mermaid is really Dutch or some shit. <laughs> And they, they like quoting the book that it uh, came from. I'm like, nigga, what in the book? The bitch lose her legs and die. You know what I'm saying? On, like, come on, man. Dog. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to keep it 100%, though. In the movie, yeah. She has a best friend. Yep. Who happens to be a crab. Yep. Who happens to definitely be Caribbean. And all this should take, take place in the Caribbean Ocean. Anyway. Yeah. So you know what a Caribbean is. You know what them Caribbeans look like. Be a hundred. She probably is black. Under the sea. Yeah, that ain't a white dude. Actually, sadly, it was a white dude singing it. But uh, (laughs) 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 oh shit, yo, under the sea. (laughs) I'm like, fam. The whole Lion King cast, other than James Earl Jones, was white. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas (laughs) was Simba, bro. (laughs) Like. Y'all had white people. Y'all still got white people playing uh, Puma and Rafiki in them. Because Seth Rogen playing one of them, dog. So stop talking to me about Ariel, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not with it, man. Um, not my Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> same shit y'all did with not my president. Hey. It's the same people. Yeah. 55 years ago last week, segregation ended. And mm-hmm. everything's supposed to be all good. Bitch, you can't even take a cartoon black. Uh-huh. You can't take a black cartoon. They I mean, mad. like. The lady who voiced Ariel, first of all, I ain't realized that uh, that came out in 1989. 
that actually aged me really bad. I ain't. I didn't. I enjoy literally that. remember watching that shit in the movie. Theater. Same, and seven. that's why that made me feel weird. Um, but the lady who voiced Ariel in '89 actually came out today and was basically like, "Y'all are stupid. Like this is stupid. Like." She was kind of like you could tell like she wanted to be like fam like there's some dumb shit like I really want y'all like, to know at the about. end of the day dog y'all still don't like us just admit that because then a lot of these dumb like faux arguments that y'all trying to get me involved in I'm perfectly cool with you not liking us and and just leaving me the fuck alone yeah like it's cool everybody don't gotta get along yeah like um, my father said y'all can't get along separate that was his answer you can't get along i should do with your siblings separate. and your youngins right y'all separate right. well you stay the fuck yeah. over there i'm gonna stay the fuck over here and we can mind our own shit but you know the problem every time we separate we go build up a, a black wall street or we go build up a black area mm-hmm. now y'all gotta come burn it down now you jealous yeah now oh wait they getting too much money over there and it's all black why well, we can't go over there mind your fucking business yeah you already know yeah, the leave problem, me the fuck alone. go over there do what you need to do i'm gonna do what do i need that. to do but you know Speaking of black, uh, Essence Fest was over the weekend. How was your your fourth weekend holiday? All that you do something? Hmm. Oh, it was cool. You know, yeah. I hung out with the fam. I mean, well, actually, I was over there in crib. Oh, like, dope, dope, dope. Oh, yeah, he had his uh, his Holland joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, Don had his. Oh, shit. well, yeah. And, and then, then uh, I was Dan over there. Okay, 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 I got then, you. Uh, next day, Don had some shit over his, his my in law house, so I was over there chilling and shit. Got you, got you. Uh, but everything was shout to Dan, slow. shout to Don, man. Uh. Yeah, dog. I got to get back to Essence Fest. You ever been? Never. Never been to New Orleans. It, all right. First of all, I mean, it's well known. New Orleans, the blackest city in the world. There is not a place more black than New Orleans. Like, you feel it when you're there, bro. Like, it. New Orleans is probably my favorite city in the world only because I feel like it's the only city left in the country that still has culture. Like it's culture, like the culture in New Orleans right now is the same culture that was in New Orleans in 1920 something, 1940 something, 1960, 1980. It's the same. New Orleans ain't gave you nothing but heavy black vibes that you got to really experience to understand what's going on down there. But uh, I went to Essence Fest one time. Is it always 4th of July weekend? Yep. Every year. Mm. Every year. And they announced, they usually announced the, the acts and the specific dates like November, December ish, sometime in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you got a book right then. You got a book anything you doing right then. If you go into the concerts, book that. If you just want to go and hang out and be there, but yeah, you I want a hotel, yeah. book that. Now, what I will say with the concerts, what we did when we went, now mind you, it was the Beyonce year, so we knew it was gonna be a lot of girls down there. Um, I was single and highly ready to mingle. So we bought they gave you the opportunity to get the all weekend pass for the concert. It's like a hundred fifty bucks, and you can go all three nights. Your seats ain't that great, but who cares, right? Cause you there, you get to see all the concerts on the main stage, plus they got concerts happening all throughout mercedes superdome so say somebody who you ain't feeling say like maxwell is on the main stage you ain't really in the maxwell mood they might have marcia ambrosius on the mcdonald's stage out in the hallway fam so you getting like 15 concerts maybe 15 to 20 
in three days yeah. and you only paying 130 bucks for the all weekend joint now if you want good seats then you gotta come out your pocket I, but. I don't necessarily know I wanna go down there and actually participate in the concert so the reason we did again with the Beyonce weekend it was also just a hell of a lineup that weekend yeah. so it wasn't just like oh we cause we didn't even wanna see Beyonce she was the last night we was just like yo I wanna go see New Edition and see Uncle Charlie and see Jill Scott and see all these so that made it lit but then it was and before the final night, like whoever the headliner is, is usually the only night that people are in their real seats. So before the Beyonce night, nigga, we was sneaking down as close as we could get to the stage. Not a security guard in sight. Like nobody was even looking your way, bro. Um, but it's a good time. And more importantly, even if you don't want to do the concert, it's a whole weekend's worth of activities. Um, so what I what I what I um, I want to go to New Orleans. Yes, um, you should do that. I don't eat seafood, so I don't know if I can enjoy all the good food that everybody say. Uh, it's still plenty for you to eat. Obviously, you going more of a, uh, you probably have to go more of a chicken way or just even. I mean, you could get a gumbo with nothing in it. You know what I'm saying? Meatless gumbo. Um, but it's still it's just the flavors. Yeah, yeah. Shit, you go get a beignet. You ain't and got. I've been kind of uh swayed by the media's perception of uh of New Orleans and mm. Third Ward and all this other. Yeah. New Orleans Crazy is beautiful, bro. You know what I'm saying? New Orleans is beautiful. I'm going. Um, I will say, too, man, I remember the first, because I've been in New Orleans a few times, but only went to Essence once. Pulling into New Orleans, man, or flying into New Orleans, however you get in there, when you get there, it's, it's, it's haunting, dog. Like, it's like a wild, like, spirit over New Orleans, man. But, like, in it, not in a bad way, just in a, like, yeah, yeah. you feel like you're somewhere different. Because I want to go. So, for me. Yeah, um, I like live music. Yep, I like live instrumentation. Yep. clearly I can get that there. Yeah, and I like little, I like little dive bars. Yeah, and shit like that. So Plenty of them. You I hear know bourbon? I can go down there, have a good, have some cool drinks. Yeah. spend a nice time with a young lady, listen to some yeah. live music and everything like that. So, fam, I remember uh, I was down there one time, dog, and you, you'll see this every time you in New Orleans. Just random corner in the French quarters, dogs. Four, five young boys playing the drums on some buckets, man, yeah. and they getting busy. And yeah. then guaranteed somebody going to walk up with another instrument and they going to get with them and they going to get busy. And it's like. Did you still watch Trimme? Yep. On HBO? Yep. Man, I love yeah. that shit, dog. Another one that got canceled too soon, man. Love two seasons shit, and out. Did they get two seasons? Might have been did. one. No, they, they did. They did. They got two? They sure did two. They may have did three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Tremay was. I actually forgot about that, dog. Man, that shit was. Fire, I want, dog. That should still be on demand, dog. That was a great show, bro. Yeah, um, But the reason I brought it up and brought up Essence Fest, so. And kind of to your point about uh, just wanting to hear something live. So it was a young man during Essence Fest in the middle of the French quarters, just freestyling, right? Just trying to get, you know, some folks over there, buy his little mixtape, check him out. And uh, Common saw him, saw him over there rapping, saw it wasn't too much of a crowd. It was a few people over there, but saw like, yo, my man over here trying to hustle up. So Common went over there. They hooked up another mic and Common and old boy just start freestyling for him, dog, and gave... I watched Common's part. If you ever ever seen Common live, he could freestyle for like eighty minutes. Yeah, like, he can. And so he had my man just yelling out random words, pointing out people in the audience. And next thing you know, they drew this huge crowd. Dog, people start supporting young man. And uh, I just I, I thought that was the dopest thing. Yeah, like, hopefully, he made a couple of dollars. Yeah, yeah, man, I hope so, bro. But it the video was all over the internet, man. I happened to catch it. The young man's name was uh, Ray Wimley. 
And yeah, Ray Wimley, man, find that video. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. I just thought that was lit. But uh, we need to be at Essence Fest next year, bro. Just for the weekend, like yeah, yeah, we yeah. ain't you, you know concert whatever that don't matter, bro. Yeah, but wanna, we we I, I get wanna, we get the culture in the building. Yeah. I do want to I want to go down to New Orleans and uh, hang out. Hey, uh, this weekend culture field trip Essence Fest twenty twenty. Um, that might be coming your way soon. Could be. Yeah. So get ready for that. Could be. Uh, what else? I got. I actually had a few other things. Oh, dog! <laughs> I just thought this was funny. Did you uh? Did you hear the comments made by Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak? Wozniak. Yeah, I seen on that. Facebook had his whole little video. Um, he basically preached what Jay been preaching his whole life. Get off of Facebook, dog. I'm trying to tell y'all, dog. Like in real life, that shit the devil, dog. Get off of Facebook. We actually told y'all a few weeks ago, like stop purchasing stuff through Facebook. Stop clicking links to watch and read from Facebook. Like you giving away and giving access to a lot of information. But so uh, in iOS 13, that's about to drop that I have on my phone right now because I'm special, bitch. Um, <laughs> they, you know how you can sign in with Google, sign in with Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about to be a sign in with Apple. But, you know, Apple does put their privacy ahead. Yeah. So you can sign in with Apple and they never know it's you per se. Like mm. they never even get your email address. They, they send you they set you up like a fake email address. So when every time you need to email somebody, gotcha. it go through that and then get to you. OK. So, so when you buying stuff or you signing in, they can't track you specifically mm. of what you do. And everything is one hundred twenty eight megabit encrypted on the device or whatever so mm. they're just putting that extra barrier in trying between. to give you a little layer of security yeah uh-huh. so if you're gonna continue to use it sign out sign back in with something else you gotta yeah. have like a little and I, I i i suggest that everybody get a vpn i'm not gonna explain what that shit is but google that shit most people who have like a office job should at least be familiar get a vpn on your mobile phone yeah and then do your internet browsing yeah, uh, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak said that I worry because you're having conversations that you think are private. You're saying words that really shouldn't be listened to because you don't expect it to be listened to. But there's almost no way to stop it from being listened to. People think that they have a level of privacy that they don't. There are different kinds of people and some the benefits of Facebook are worth the loss of privacy. But to many like myself, my recommendation is to most people you should figure out a way to get off Facebook. He gave that to uh to cameras while he was walking through the airport. Yeah, he why? had a bunch of other bars too, so look that up. Yeah, why is he always he always keep it real? Um, but like in real life, man, get that shit off your phone, man. You need to go in there, go on the web app, dog. Get that shit off your phone, man. Like in real life, get that shit off your phone. When you download that shit and you hit accept, I know you didn't read all that shit. Never. And any Never. of these applications that you I know you don't read all that shit. Here's, it has access to your phone. Here's when I when I read first started and write access. Yeah. Here's when I tar- I started telling y'all on Facebook that Facebook was all in y'all business. When they made y'all download a separate app for messaging, you got a DM in a whole nother app, which got a whole nother set of terms and conditions that y'all ain't read. And that's where y'all sending all these wild messages to other folks. And don't think because, oh, I ain't got no Facebook, so that don't even matter because guess what they own? Instagram. So I know you want it. Uh, they probably, do they own Snapchat yet? They probably going to own that in 10 minutes. So put like this. Yeah. Uh, I know this about to be, I'm, yeah, I'm pro Apple, nigga. Get off my neck. Uh, listen. Facts, uh, nigga. Apple family. Scrap me. You, ever, you do share photo albums on Apple? 
no, but I've had them share. Yeah, folks can drop me the album and share them with me and all that. Bam, that is your own private Instagram. For yeah. You. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you can go in there and leave comments and yeah. like it. It's your own private Instagram. Yeah. Like, so the shit that, that really shouldn't make it to the internet. You can still share that should. with Apple users, who are the only people that deserve your shared photos anyway. Don't send no photos to a and my, Android user. The, the amount of threads Shout I'm to in is hype. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it gets it it goes down in the threads. Yeah, man. Uh, I think social media, um, well, one Facebook because it's the devil. Yeah, and about five to t- five years from now, Facebook won't exist how we know it right now. Yeah. Like I, I I get it. Y'all think I I'm, mean it don't exist how we did five years ago. Like it's it's gonna get broke up. Yeah. It's gonna be different. Like they keep getting sued. He keep getting brought in front of different countries, courts, yeah. and everything. The shit is the devil, and he's been selling your information. If your product is free, yeah, you got to understand that you are the product. Yeah, no one's giving you nothing for free. I tell you, when I kicked my my echo out the crib, this is about a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, um, I'm having a conversation with a young lady in the bedroom <laughs> one morning, and uh, you know we just talking, chatting, and shit. And the Alexa was. Uh, in my living room I mean in the dining room Okay The motherfucker just started rapping <laughs> Like Alexa yeah. Started talking Just giving you bars When nobody was talking to it And it was rhyming Yeah But like what the fuck is that Yeah Like it would do that all the time And we've already known that Alexa Have convicted a bunch of different people Facts They were recording like 30 and 40 minute conversations with people Yeah And unfortunately Google, Android, whoever They don't have the balls to stand yeah. up to the federal government like uh apple has yeah and continues to do and they just give your shit away nah. like now granted you probably shouldn't be doing illegal shit in your crib but like i Facts. don't this thing don't need to be listening to me yeah your phone is listening to you because in order for you to say hey siri and it hear you it got to be listening the whole time yeah yeah it's just waiting to be called to attention yeah that's it um speaking of just kind of new age technology new age things or whatever man uh i got a real quick bar that i want to drop on airbnb so we might got to be off airbnb for a minute dog i got a homegirl i ain't gonna give out her personal right now but her and her uh fiance husband i'm not sure if they officially tied that not yet uh but her and her guy they own quite a few homes in atlanta and in new york and they rent them out for airbnbs uh and about probably close to two weeks now we probably had like 12 13 days uh they rented a home to a young lady in new york or i'm sorry to a young lady in atlanta and uh she has a really nice crib in atlanta right that she rents out so they rented the whole place to this young lady uh the young lady i think put down that three people were going to be staying at the house she ended up having parties the entire weekend Mm mm-hmm way more than when she first came up to the crib like to go in and just because you know with airbnbs you got the little uh keypad on the doors now like folks don't just meet and get you a key i never i never did so before a lot of airbnbs now instead of like the homeowner being there and giving you a key they just have the little keypad on the lock and they'll call you and tell you the code or email you the code and then they switch the code when you leave yeah um so that's what my homegirl did she gave old girl the code but she also has the ring on the front and back door so she's recording all of this so old girl when she first came to the house she rented it for three people she pulled up to the house with six people 
three kids. This is nine people off top. Six adults, three kids. Had parties the entire weekend. Broke hella stuff in the crib. Stole stuff folks were stealing. Two shots went off. Domestic violence got recorded on the back porch. Some dude whooped on some girl. Threatened a shooter. That's where the two shots came from. He bust two in the ceiling. Do they not have a credit card on file? Or? So that's the thing. Here's where my problem with Airbnb is. My homegirl doesn't know that she don't live in Atlanta no more. Her sister does. So her sister and her mom went to the house to clean up because they're a super host. So super host means you the top five, you the five star rated host. Like people rock with you. You got the best ratings. You the first homes that people want to go to. So they had another party coming to rent that following week. So her, uh, the day that old girl checked out, they checked out late, like an hour late. Her sister and her mom go over there to clean the house up because they got another party coming in that day. Walk in, see it's ransacked, it's ran through. They stole, literally emptied out her cupboards, stole everything, stole all her like Airbnb hosts, keep like extra tissue, towels, all that. Oh, so this must have been a swiper. So look, stole all of this. And then she said, we called the police. The police was like, oh, well, that's not because this is an Airbnb situation. You got to call them. Like you can't. Go through us. You got to go through Airbnb. This is just a a bad, you had a bad day at work. Fam, Airbnb said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a a whole department for that. They're going to get back to you. We about 12 days later, they still ain't called my girl, dog. She She calling them. What Airbnb, what they supposed to do? They supposed to take, so the the reporting and all that is supposed to go through them. The homeowner's supposed to be like, like the money's supposed to, you supposed to get your bread, like all of that. Like Airbnb supposed to take care of that, but they ain't even called her back. They said, "Yeah, we got a whole department to handle all that, like bad guests and all that." They ain't called. They straight ignored her for almost two weeks now, bro. She done posted every video. I done watched them. Dog, dog really shooting in the crib, bro. <laughs> and the police won't do nothing. Airbnb won't do nothing, dog. It's nutty, bro. So police, I might gotta police, be off of them. Police got it. Well, I don't know. Police sit. and look at Siri just popping up. Police gotta take an L. Oh, the police got to take an L, too, because I don't like the whole dismissive nature of, like, yo, that's the Airbnb problem. Like, fam, somebody shot in my house. Like, it's even uh, one of the videos, dog is on the porch, and he see the ring camera, and he like, yo, y'all niggas done brought me out in front of this camera, bro. Like, I ain't even supposed to be over this way. And his man's in them like, well, what you mean? He like, nigga, that camera right there. They like, man, that shit ain't on. It's only on when you ring it. He like, nigga, that bitch always on, dog. And them niggas dip off the porch and go around to the back door. It, it was crazy, dog. Like, the series of videos she posted, I was watching like, yo. Yeah, man, tag me that shit. Dog, I'm going to hit you with it because I really was going through them like, yo, so Airbnb just not going to say nothing about none of this. Like, What they going to say? If the cops say it's an Airbnb problem and Airbnb say we got a department for it, your department got to call me back, bro. I mean, I'm sure that they, they you got some sort of insurance or something, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, but I feel like I, I ain't even made an official like statement to y'all because y'all ain't hit me back. Y'all said someone from that department going to hit you. Did she call back? Yeah. Oh, no. She been going in, bro. It's know. it's a funny story. But, uh, yeah, we got to get off Airbnb. Uh, I got a couple Blackberry letters for us real quick. One ain't directed to us, but I saw it online and I thought it was funny. Yeah. And we got to talk about that Twitter joint too, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Blackberry letter that's for me and you, 
Yo, what's up, fellas? Real quick question. On average, how long does it take for you to ask the woman that you've been been dating to be in a committed relationship? <laughs> Great question. Shout out to the homie. Love to all the listeners. Thank y'all. How long does it take you, on average, to ask that woman to be in a committed relationship? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been in enough com- committed relationships to give you an average. In, I've only been in three. Same as an adult. Like I'm not talking. I'm talking one petty high, high school, the petty one from college. high school that lasted into adulthood. Yeah, I had another one after that, and then when I got out of like I don't know, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, I've only been in three as an adult, uh, including my current one. I tell you what, uh, my last one, it was relatively quick. Yeah. I mean, within a year, we was living in the same place. We yeah. was like living together and shit. So it was like relatively quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So as a nigga. Shit, I live with my last two. This nigga JB shacking, boy. Well, no, well, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this nigga Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> one before last, we was just friends and our house burned down. Oh, and I'm damn. like, hey, well, come stay here until, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was like right before Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, you, you expecting this check in January or whatever for your little refund or whatever? Just stay here because, like, and then we ended up being in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we was just friends. So, uh, that was relatively quick too. Yeah. Um. So this this and as a guy who doesn't really usually vibe like with women to the point that I'm thinking relationship. Like I've I date a lot of women or have dated a lot of women, but it kind of takes a minute for me to be moved. I guess. Um. Yeah. And maybe something different. So for me, I'm usually not that I'm like asking them to be in a committed relationship very quick but i usually know very quick 100%. that i want to be in one with them like and with the uh with the three women who i've been with uh in relationships i knew pretty much from our first interactions like well before it was even like a date like i remember my first girlfriend uh i knew when i asked her for her number like what it was because the interaction that we had when i saw her in the mall um because she went to msu and i saw her in the mall School was out, you know what I'm saying? We was done with all that. And uh, I seen her in the mall and ran up on her, and I didn't really know her that well, but she was a familiar enough face for me to spark a convo. And I talked to her in front of her mama. That's how cold she was, and that's how much we was vibing. And I remember leaving there like, yo, that's going to be my girl, my current shorty. First time we went out, it wasn't nothing. Like, it wasn't, we was just going to link. Like, yo, I ain't seen you in a minute. What's good? But while we were talking, I was just like, this could be way more yeah, you kinda, than that. Yeah. You know, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. dudes know. Ladies, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Dudes know in the moment if they have real interest in seeing. And that's date number one or meeting number one, link number one, whatever it is. We know off top. First convo. That's a fact. Yeah. But uh, my last two ones that didn't work out have definitely slowed me up a little bit. And once you get a little older, you look for different things. Facts. But uh, it don't don't <laughs> don't take too long. Yeah. No. It, and that's that's honestly that's the bottom line. Like don't I don't even long. like being that that short and that curt with it. But it really don't take men that long, man. Like we know off top. Like in real life, everybody who I was going like I I, I instantly know. Yeah, and it's just like when women say they know whether they'll give a dude some ass within the first minute of talking to him or seeing him or whatever the hell. We know if we'll, like, really go with you 
off G. Like it don't take much. It don't take more than one combo. It don't take more than Have one you date. Ever, ever look at the girl like, hmm, I wonder how much what she lives, does for a living. No, no, I actually don't care. I hope she sells drugs. <laughs> I'd be, I'd really like if she's the plug. You ever look at a woman like, hmm, I wonder if I can upgrade her. <laughs> I wonder if I can develop her into <laughs> Women are terrible. Because that's oh, their whole style. I see a whole entire person. I'm going to change them. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to women for being great. You, um, you are good. You are good. You're fine. But with my help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Hold on. All right. So this is the question I seen online that I thought was just kind of funny. Um, so dude said, you're about to have a baby. Your mate so picked you're having <laughs> my baby forever, Shanae. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, you're about to have a baby. Your mate picked a name that you're cool with for the baby a few months ahead of time. Two days before she goes into labor, you find out that the name she picked is of one of her exes. Happens to be her favorite ex. What's your plan? Well. <laughs> How one this is this because how fire is the name? Because <laughs> like like oh we gonna name this baby Nasir. I'm like hey Nasir kind of fire. It's cold name. It's cold, it's cold name. name. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, like hey he my favorite ex of yours too. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, dog sound kind of cool. Have him over for a brew. Oh the sneaky name Kanye. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. It's his name is getting stronger. <laughs> Who are you in a relationship with? Barack. Like what? <laughs> like, wait a minute, it's only one of them. Um uh like I mean, like is to be kicking hundred percent, I'm like, is this this nigga baby? Yeah. Like, I mean, that has to be the first question like, you ask. Is this as nigga a baby? Or like, is this the child that you always wanted with him? Yeah. Um So I feel all right. So just That's we, the, those are the that's not like yeah. End all be all, but those are the first First couple questions that are popping to your head. Pop my head. Real quick aside on that. Uh we've been in relationships. Uh and we know how some women can be. Y'all start talking long term and think about children and families and all that. Yeah. Um then a woman might, you know, tell you the names that she want y'all baby. Yeah. So let me get let me give a little PSA real quick, bro. <laughs> if we ever dated this aunt talking, if we ever dated and we talked about having kids or families and all that. And we came up with little fun names or whatever for the kid. Don't name your baby my shit that, <laughs> that me and you sat and came up with. We was in the bed naked chilling and came up with some cold shit uh, like uh, Dontavious. You know what I'm saying? That future? <laughs> no, <laughs> that nigga name is so crazy, dog. Nevadius. We in the bed and we like, yo, babe. Um think we have a son i want to name him jacinta <laughs> <laughs> like don't no nah, your next nigga can't have nevadius with you sorry bro like that's that's not it that, or that's definitely happened before yeah like i don't like that don't take my name and bounce it to the next dude uh just real quick i just want to let ladies know they violating and i kidnap your baby and I think so the, and i think the man should be able to name a child 
my dad named I mean I'm named after my dad I'm a junior but he definitely like named me while my mom was out it's she the, had a new another name picked it's out it's the only thing that the man can do we don't got no say in nothing else nah we don't got no say if you have it if hey. you don't have it once it's here the well, I had no say in nothing. nothing not just with kids like with life like, I yeah. didn't pick this shirt out today <laughs> <laughs> I was put in this. Oh, shit. She said, put that goddamn shirt on. I said, like, yes, ma'am. Let me pick the name. Hey. Like, for 100%. I it, put this hat on because it's the only thing I had to choose from. <laughs> 100%. If it's a boy, the father got to pick the name. Yeah. Give me that I, at least. Yeah. No, nah, your son will be named. Uh, she going to name your son some wild shit. Like, Tristan. <laughs> Yo, why everybody naming their son like Caden? Fam, but Yo, <laughs> 20. 30? My nephew just have he's having a child. I, he a Caden. So you're Kiden. having a Caden. Kaiden. God damn it. Kaiden, Triton, Poseidon. Uh what's the other? Peyton. Or Kyron. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Peyton. I don't Caden. Like I'm oh, it's gonna be all Cadens and Peytons when we get older, man. But uh yeah, I'd let the man pick the name. If To answer the question, if I found out that my girl wanted to name our child one of her... First of all, how did do I find out that this is her favorite ex? Do you want, what was that combo? Do you want me to sign this? Yeah. Because if you want me to sign this, I'm going to write in what the fuck I'm going to put in there. Do you He's a to, junior now. Do you want me to be here when you wake up? <laughs> Look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> He's the junior now. No, so that's really what my dad did. Uh, he said my mom had a name picked out from a name book or whatever, and he was like, <laughs> "That's he, wild." He was like, "Like a nigga made a book of names, yeah, and sold that shit to millions, for of billions of dollars." Um, and my dad was like, "Yo, mom was gonna name you some shit that was gonna get you beat the fuck up <laughs> when you was a little kid." <laughs> so he said, "He literally he'll come in here and tell you that exact sentence Shout right now." Out to Pop. Yeah, so he said, "Your mom was gonna name you some shit that was gonna get you beat the fuck up as a kid." So my he name. said, "She was sleep after the birth." And I went in there and I put your name down as Anthony Bernard Wooden Jr. and signed it. And she woke up and I said, here go Anthony. <laughs> and I brought you over to her and she didn't know what was going on. My name was about to be Samuel mm. after my grandfather. And shit. Samuel L. Johnson. I was <laughs> about to be Sam Johnson. And oh, shit. man. Though I love my grandfather to death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with the Jason, though. Yeah. No, and it's what my grandfather is actually who named my dad, uh, and he named us after my great uncle. Uh, it was my granddad's youngest brother. He raised him like he was his son, so I he mean, named my dad. Get, let me, I said this shit on Shop Talk, but I'm going to say it on here. What's good? You know what I'm saying? Like, my father. Yeah. Dwayne Rowell Johnson. Yeah. Senior. He was born in 1959. Yes, sir. Uh, my brother, uh, Dwayne Johnson Jr., born yeah. in 1979. Uh, if y'all missed that middle name, that was The Rock. Yeah, it is. Uh, my nephew, yeah, Dwayne Johnson, yeah, um, born in 1999. So my nephew is about to have a son who's about to be born in 2019. Mm. That means every 20 years, there's been a Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, he broke the tradition. Yeah, Jason. He got a, he kept the same last, clearly same last yeah. name, same yeah. middle name, but a different, different. But that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. It ain't my choice. Yeah, but I wanted the tradition to keep going. Every twenty years, that's our namesake. That's you know. Yeah. But uh, so I'm, my, I'm over it. I guess my baby uncle, shower was this past weekend. Yeah, the gifts had the nigga name. <laughs> Somebody put gifts with the new one. I'm like, yeah. hey, until she, until we get here, and you put your foot down. 
So my uncle uh, only had on my mom's side. I only had one uncle. My uncle Skip, and he named his three children all African names with K: yeah. Kalani, Kari, and Kafi. And when they initially had their children, they all said like, "We're gonna keep that going and have like African names for our children." Like they ain't necessarily need to start with a K, yeah. but we're gonna keep the African tradition. So <laughs> one of my cousins, he broke it. He named his first son Ethan. And everybody was like, cool, whatever. And then he had his second son, and he named him African name with a K, Cody Kanye Carr. And we was like, wait. <laughs> I don't know if this was mine. So look. <laughs> so <laughs> it looked the, real wild. Nigga, that was a warning shot to the family, nigga, <laughs> just in case. Nigga, I'm not sure. Yo, dog, it looked real wild, bro, because there was so many other theories behind I'm not sure. that child. Before he was even born, it was theories. And then when he named him Ethan, we was like, okay. And then when he had Cody, we was like, he yeah. want that's the way that I, I'm having this conversation without having this conversation. Oh, shout out to K, man. I love my cuz, dog. Uh get well, Cody, man. Uh but yeah, that's you're not naming yo my child after your ex. Yeah. Like, sorry, I don't care. If your ex name is Anthony, we not naming my child Anthony. That's just how that go, fam. No, in real life, we not. Yeah. Your na- your, our child is named after my grandfather now. <laughs> 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 Rufus, uh, whatever. Dog, so let's get to your uh, your Twitter joint, bro. So listen, dog, this shit went on, on Twitter today, and niggas is in the uproar over this shit, right? Uh, a young girl, a young lady tweeted, this man's done sent this to my address. And the ellipsis with the three dots, she has like nine of them. That is a pet peeve of mine. Three dots, niggas. Three That's dots. literally it. Three dots mean to continue. All right. So it's a, a priority mail sticker. And it said, you know, the from, the two. And it says, in 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 ink, in writing, mm-hmm. please don't think I'm a creep or anything, beautiful. It's just that at the time you came to get your package, I really couldn't talk with you like I wanted to because my bosses were out but I would love to officially meet you and get to know you a little better or something. If I could, if it's not asking too much. P.S. Like I said, please don't think I'm no creep or no stalker. I'm the guy at the post office with the dreads. Like I said, if it's not asking too much. (laughs) And the debate was people were 50-50 on it. Yeah. Like, is he doing too much? Is this creepy? Because, like, I didn't give you my address, and you yeah. sent this to my house, and you're a stranger. Yeah. Um, it's Is it creepy? Or then other was like, well, if this nigga was, like, super fine or whatever, and you was attracted to him, this would be it. like, boom, boom, boom. So where, where do you stand? Um. So when you sent me that, I thought about it. Off G. You don't need to give me your address. I have your address whether I send you this or not. I work at the post office. That clearly you go to. So if I couldn't talk to you when you came in here, because my bosses was around, but I do have your address. Me showing up at your house is creepy. Me sending a letter saying that I thought you was attractive. I Obviously, I have your address. So we talk uh, Love Jones. Right, he yeah. got her address off yeah. the check. Yeah, he showed up to her crib. Mad creepy, though. Mad creepy, and this is in in the era and looking in, like fam, like really, really was at the door through the peephole in the window with it. Like fam, is she up in here? Like he would Lorenz Tate, and he did it with no lineup. 
So <laughs> Lorenz Tate was bugging the fuck out. And uh, a very loose neck on this. Oh my God. Every sweater and that leather jacket was loose. This nigga was not geared. That the nigga of ge- ungeared. Fam, he had offensive lineman shoulders on that leather jacket, bro. Like it was crazy. But uh that was creepy. And that would ex- be extremely creepy in twenty nineteen. Okay. But in 2019, in a day and age of social media, could he have p- maybe found her with her name somewhere? LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram? Yes. But that's also kind of creepy. Because yes. internet, I feel like dudes finding you on the internet, it's just a certain like cachet that comes with that that's automatically like, yeah, that's kind of predator. I feel like he kind of went with a very resourceful move. Now... If she don't like it, she got to find it at the post office because <laughs> clearly the next time she go in there, dog expecting an answer. But uh, I feel like, I don't know, I kind of like the resourcefulness of it. Like, yo, I have your address clearly just by the nature of my job. I tried. I wanted to say something, but my boss is right there. I couldn't lose my job trying to holler at you. But I did want to let you know, like, yo, dog with the dreads. I'm in the back. I'm here. I'm at the post office. Was good. And I sent it priority mail. Fam, that's six dollars. <laughs> that's free, nigga. I work here. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that well, fam, that's six dollars. It just say that he had it. Like he could have had one of his homeboys drop it off. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Because it actually, it's not like he put it in an envelope. Yeah, and it ain't no stamp on his. Bitch. Yeah, so he could have very well been by her crib. Now that's kind of creepy. Now listen, all right. So I was. It gets wild. I was unsure which which way I wanted to go on this. One. Yeah, but I'm just gonna go the opposite of yours for the argument's sake. Yeah. So there's a couple things that stand out about this that I wasn't cool with. And it was the approach. Yeah. One, you can leave off the beautiful shit. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that cornball shit. That, that's, you know what that's I'm saying? That's that cornball You shit. don't know me. I am a stranger. And yeah. the first, the, 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 before you finish hey, with the first, doing, is beautiful. Sweetheart. That shit kind of corny to I me. I hate them niggas on the internet. Bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get um, out of Bria Miles shit with them comments, niggas. She I kind of thought it. you saying that you wasn't a creep twice make now you, look you give like me creepy creep. vibes yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and that that kind of like listen fam, yeah. if you're gonna say it say it once but now you didn't say i, I ain't a creep hey, yeah. i ain't a creep you know and i ain't a creep you didn't say you ain't a creep twice also you yeah. said twice yeah if it ain't too much if it ain't too much to ask then he end, ended it with if it ain't too much like fam you can't yeah. make a bold statement and be pulling that shit back at the same time which one is it yeah you know what i'm saying it's like if it ain't too much to ask, but I'm going to pop up at you. Like, no, which one is it? Is you going to go all the way in or you going to go all the way out? You know what I'm saying? Pause. Um, and I just don't like, it's 2019, fam. You can't. Yeah. Like, so if I go on it, you, women, yeah. have to feel protected. Facts. And, like, I can see this making someone feel uneasy, right? Yeah. So if we go on a date, most women will meet you somewhere else Facts. because I'm not ready for to for you to come by my where crib. I live at. Yeah. Where you live at, dog, it's sacrosanct. Yeah. Like, it is like a bubble. And it's nothing separating you from the outside but like a two or three inch door Yeah, that we think we so safe in, but like in real life, like, we not that Fan. safe. I, you know how many doors I can kick down? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't want you, I don't want our first interaction to be kind of uneasy yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, you seen the movie you yeah on netflix or the series yeah Yeah. like dog this is a thing now so okay that's actually a great point that you bring up because in the series you if y'all haven't watched it go watch it it's a really good series it dragged a little bit but it's still really good it's funny creepy it's everything you want in a netflix series um he had her address from his job 
but he didn't reveal it. He would just go by. He just kind of did his own thing to make things happen, to be in her neighborhood so he could bump into her. Like, he kind of, he knew where she'd be at, so he put himself in position to be where she'd be. As opposed to leading with the creepy approach. Instead of, so, instead of appearing creepy, he actually was creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> extremely. But yeah. he wanted to come off non-creepy. I, I don't know, man. Like, that's kind of wild. But to an extent, it's like, well, damn. If this person was really that fly and I'm going to invoke creep status and like send some shit to her address that she did not send me, fam, I'm just going to go talk to her. Yeah. Like I get your boy. Like, nigga, you about to be fired if you come up from around the corner? Yeah. Like immediately? Yeah. And I, I mean, all right. And this is me um, because I've actually done this when I worked at KFC. I was good for this. Yo, I need... I, Five minute break. Let me run to the bathroom and just dip real quick. And when a customer would leave that I thought was fine, I definitely would run and go after her and try to catch her in the parking lot and spit some game. Real All quick. you got to do is have your number on a piece of paper on the car. Like, yeah. hey, hey, I got a couple customers lying, but I ain't want to let you go. Here's yeah. my number. Give me a call if you're interested. Or and I'm gone. if he was really smooth, that same note he wrote her sent to the crib, he'd have wrote something a lot shorter and more concise and hit her with before she left when she was in line. Like, yo, hey, here you go. You dropped something, Mark. Yo, here go this priority mail sticker. Like, I'm going to take this. Whatever. This nigga said P.S. <laughs> nigga, this ain't no letter, nigga. <laughs> Yo, he did P.S. <laughs> nigga, this is a sticker, nigga. This is literally a priority yeah. mail sticker. You don't get a P.S. Yeah. I um. I mean, he's shooting his shot, right? Yeah. You're never going to see her again. And, like, who? I, I don't know how many niggas go to the post office to pick up packages often. Nigga, we got Amazon Prime for that shit. Yeah. You're never yeah. going to see this girl again. Uh, But... I don't know. It's it's a wild situation. Uh, and all all jokes aside, I do think that in this day and age, you got a sister. Had one. She passed. But no, 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 no. But it's all good. But like, she was never really like much of a part. She was older, like much older. Um, well, not much, but like eight years. So she was never really big into the internet era of stuff. Well, I guess what I'm saying, because yeah. like, a lot of niggas was like, uh, well, nigga, if he was cute or fine, whatever, this should yeah. all be like, oh, this is the type of energy I want from niggas. Yeah. And I get that shit, yeah. right? But I don't know how comfortable I will be with my little sister. She met a nigga, or she went to... Seen somebody, and then a letter popped up at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so no. I'm going to tell you about my sister. Rest in peace, Kedra. Uh, my sister was my daddy daughter in the worst way, which means... That was a hood ass nick fam. Leave a letter at our crib <laughs> for my sister. All right, you don't. When she pulled back up to the post office, it was gonna be an issue. Now dog. I'm thinking, are you driving by my house? At yeah, night? yeah. Like so it does make it uneasy, and that's what I wanted to say. Like all jokes aside, I know I said like, yeah, dog was resourceful. Like I'm, I'm kidding. Yes, I like him trying to shoot a shot, but you got to shoot it with a little bit more tact. You got to shoot it while the game is going. The game's fam. over, fam. He put up, you know how when they uh when it's a timeout or or a foul or something and the play stops and then somebody goes shoot it anyway just to see if they can get a bucket in? Like, that's what he was trying to the do. The buzzer bro. beater has ran. It's over. The team ran off the court. Man. You still arguing with the ref, fam. Yeah. You got to shoot it when it's You got to go when it's time to go, man. And like, like I said, yeah, okay, in a way, sure, you were trying to be resourceful uh, and taking advantage of the information you had. But what you really should have done is figured out a way to catch her before she left or to get her attention while she was there and pass her something. You work at the post office. I know you probably got a card, a business card, something. Like, a lot of them have those, I mean, like, right uh, at the front of their line. Hey, ma'am, I'm sorry. And go yeah. around and, and be like, 
got a little brochure in it, like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm acting like I'm saying something because my yeah. boss gonna get me. I'm gonna get fired. Cause but that's, really, I'm gonna hit you with the joke. We gonna laugh. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, I'm I'm not really telling you anything. Yeah. But my boss is looking at me right now, so I need you to look at me and smile and not. You know what he really could have done on some smoothness? Uh, hey, ma'am, you were in line earlier. You can go ahead and step up here, and we can get you taken care of. And called her directly over there and be like, "Yo, I just wanted to get you out that line, so I got holler at you." Yeah. Like, <laughs> some smooth like that. Like you got to get out, get in your bag a little bit more. You can't sending the the thing to her crib. Especially that way, like the way it looked, it doesn't look like you mailed it. No. That looked like somebody, either you or someone else, took Dropped that, that over shit there in their mailbox. That's creepy, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's it, creepy. It wasn't bro. no envelope. It was yeah. just a sticker. Yeah, with yeah. Writing it on was it. the priority mail sticker that you would put on your package, but he wrote on it. Um, that's creepy, bro. Like I hate, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Like I said, I support dudes when they shoot they shot, but. You you know what we also need though, man, because like me and you come from the era of like you had to be a wolf to get out a girl, right? Fact. Like you had to really go out there and hunt, and with that came some Rejection. a ton of it. But you had to build that that up to get used to it to keep shooting, right? And shoot a shoot. But back when we used to shoot, we knew we was on some Kobe shit. <laughs> like if it don't go in. <laughs> What's that stopping, fam? Like <laughs> to take a Mamba mentality, bro. To to quote Jesus, uh pulling up for forty. Yeah, which is but I'm pulling up for forty for the shorty. For the shorty. <laughs> like facts. Like and it's now in this era, man, I think that cats they go all out. So you know what they wild move is? What? They pull up a 40, a dick pic to a random ass Damn. dick pic to the, in, to the inbox. That's they 40. Yo, I catch one of you niggas sending my girl a dick pic. I swear, <laughs> yo, slow singing and flower bringing, bro. I'm telling if, you. And it's going to be me responding, <laughs> FYI. If the DM alarm starts ringing. Yeah, fam. <laughs> so speaking of, dog, you got to watch Euphoria. On HBO, and I'm gonna tell you. So I they touch the name. I forgot. Fam, they touching on a lot of this shit in a very unique way. That's and one of our listeners, uh, shout out to the homie in Houston, uh, my nigga Cece. She actually told me to tell you you missing out. Okay. Because she was like, "Is y'all gonna talk about?" Because this past Sunday, wild, bro. I forgot, like, the, I forgot it, about it. But so, it's okay, and, and okay, the reason okay. that like it ain't an outsider Zendaya and one other dude on there. It's not necessarily a black. But it's it's okay. approaching so much. No, I was just saying that because a few people asked me like, "Yo, are y'all gonna review it?" And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. before I watched it, I was like, I don't really know that that has to do with the culture outside of Zendaya and the one other character being black. I ain't really know. I'm like, shit, we don't review Stranger Things. They got a couple black people in there, but as I watched it, I'm like, fam, this is drug culture. This is black culture. This is internet culture. Well, might, this is I high mean, school. Co- it's a lot happening on this show, bro. I'm gonna like, watch. I'm a, yeah. I got a, I got a, I'm, I got a little. And trip. it's I'm my my only heads up. Same heads up I gave you before you watch season one of uh, Snowfall, which we about to get to in a minute. But this is only for episode one of Euphoria. Push through how much randomness is happening in that first episode. Cause it all literally by the end of the first episode, yeah, everything is brought together and now you in, and then episode two, three, and four, you in in like this one that just went off this past Sunday was literally like by the end of that, like, I was stressed out, bro, like physically. So shout out to Euphoria and shout out to what they doing over there, man. But let's get to it, dog. Uh, winter is coming, and and. The real winter is coming because this ain't the fake winter for all y'all, including Jay. You Game of Thrones head ass niggas. The reason I say is winter is coming because yeah. it's called snowfall. Snowfall. Uh, but I watched it. I've been watching all the interviews with the cast. Yeah. Uh, they were up at uh, Sway in the morning. Yeah. 
and they was like, uh, "I'm glad you said that. I saved that on my YouTube, but I literally forgot." At to the go end back of that, they was like, "Listen, man, I just watched the season three finale. Yeah, and um, we don't want to be compared to these other great shows no yeah. more. This is the best series on television. Period. Yeah." And they was like, is it better than Game of Thrones? Yeah. It's like, this is better than Game of Thrones. And I didn't know Auntie was from Detroit. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, ironically, my shorty actually know her. Mm. Like, knows her and her husband. Uh, oh, shit. I'm about to say, uh, yeah, well, yeah, she yeah. is pregnant. Yeah. So I'm about to say, um, introduce me. Yeah, she knows her and her husband uh, and said they literally went to Hollywood on some, like, we just got to try to make it. Step out on faith and look at God. Um so if y'all listen to, uh, if y'all been around sticking with me and Jay for a minute, uh, even before we did the season one and two sort of recap of Snowfall, y'all know that I've said and I stand by it that season two of Snowfall 2018 was the best thing on television last year. I don't, there's not another show that was better than that last year. Love Is was pretty good. Though. Love Is was great, but Love Is finale and Snowfall finale left me quite different, bro. Um, and you know we love Love Is. I might rewatch Love Is. I still got it on my DVR. I know a lot of women don't like Love Is. I, I found that out. So a lot of women did, but a lot of women didn't like Love Is because they was like it was such a toxic relationship that they were showing that they really didn't like sort of ingesting that every week. Mm. And I was like, uh, that's kind of a unique take. Like I wouldn't. Have, I hate the word toxic. Though. <laughs> I, I got a few words I hate, but I don't want to say them because they so political. Uh, but no, fuck it. I don't like toxic. I don't like. Uh, anxiety. I don't like <laughs> mental health. I don't like because I feel like people are abusing them and also using them as excuses for certain types of behavior. Shitty behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, back to Snowfall. I thought the season two of Snowfall was the best thing on TV last year. I stand by that. Uh, my excitement for season three already existed just from last summer. Like I was like, yo, I cannot wait to see what happens uh, with, with Franklin and the squad and us kind of knowing um, Jay specifically having a really unique perspective on the uh, the basis of this story that's being told, having interviewed the real freeway Ricky Ross. Uh, and me just having the background and the knowledge that I do of been, that. He's been through it multiple times. He yeah, did, he did our show, my show, yeah. Shop Talk specifically, but then he came back. Um, one, I think he didn't been in here three times. Yeah, I know. Um, I watched y'all's. I watched uh, or listened to y'all's, and listened to when he on connected. Yeah, the connected experience. Yep. So I listened to that because that's they meant. That's yeah. Plug is with him. Like they was there. Um, when he got out of jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout to TCE. Um, so yeah, man, like just kind of the knowledge that we have on that era and on that situation and on, uh, just crack being dropped into the ghettos, uh, in the suburbs of Los Angeles. Cause Compton actually used to be a suburb, but you know, let's whatever. Um, but crack being dropped into that and then being used against us to cause so much, uh, violence and, and just oppression in the black community, man. Uh, so let's let's get, we've so, always like we've always kind of talked about this show for how real and how like closely depicted it is to what happened in real life. Yeah. But I think that the excitement for season three got heightened after John Singleton's passing because mm. then it's like, yo, now we're talking about a legend. We talk about somebody with a, a body of work that's legendary. Now you're telling me that this is the last work in his legacy. Yeah. Good or bad, his legacy is cemented. But this is the last thing I get to see from this man. And when he ended season two, 
he was at the height of his like talents. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in his bag season two. So let's talk about the first couple seasons, get a fans and the listeners an overview of what happened and then just talk predictions for season three. Um overall, man, I thought the I think the series is pretty dope. Um I think the series is character driven. Yeah, yeah, facts. Even though this situation is about snowfall, um and how drugs and crack you know, ran in the 80s and destroyed everything. But the show is very much so character driven. Um, it's hard to not be drawn in to Franklin as a character. Facts. Um, even though. Shout out to uh, Damien, Damon Idris. Yeah, Dames, uh, Damson. Damson Idris. Um, amazing actor. Um, so, like, if we want to keep it 100, he a bad guy. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, in real life, Freeway Rick is a very entertaining and like as a person, yeah, like he's a, for lack of a better term, he a good dude, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like in real life, like fam, you were responsible for for the, the term downfall of millions. AC is BC and AC, yeah. Before crack, after, after crack. crack, the whole country, if not the world, changed after crack cocaine. Yeah. And you were a major catalyst in this. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that crack cocaine wouldn't ha- have been out here, yeah. but the way it is out here was because of the genius of Franklin. Yeah. And or Rick of Freeway. Uh, Rickway. Um, Rickway. Ricky. The genius of Franklin and the CIA. Yeah. Because I was able to get an unlimited supply of drugs. Yeah. For damn near nothing, it allowed me to funnel yeah. all this shit here, right? Yeah. So currently, and it spread because of how much drugs I had access to. Yeah, I can't just sell on my block. Yeah, they giving me too much. I gotta hit all of Cali. So I now we gotta go east. So I can't say the world would be this the way that it is right yeah. now if that didn't happen. Heroin was out before, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, it wasn't a heroin no, the, epidemic. The heroin epidemic was not widespread i'll say that it was an epidemic in areas for sure it was an epidemic in certain communities for sure but the way heroin as a drug doesn't even hit as quickly as crack will hit and what's and the reason that crack spread throughout the 80s and what the late 70s and early 80s early 80s 90s because as you will see in this in the in the previews franklin said he got it for really dope he gonna we gonna buy it and we're going to sell it for cheap. Yeah. So it was cheap for you yeah. to get it in, in large quantities. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep reading up. I'm going to make my yeah. money because I'm going to keep reading up. I'm going to keep reading up. And we selling weight. Yeah. Like not no pounds. We talking about yeah, tons, tons, tons shit like that. Like, yeah. so it's like um, watching the show. It put me in a weird position because emotionally I'm attracted to the character. Yeah. And I'm drawn in and you want him to win because yeah. you're watching the show. And you want him to, how he's going to get out of this now? Yeah. How do he make this? But like in real life, me wanting him to win is us losing in real life. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this whole, so that's one of the dynamics with the show is like, I like this show. Yeah. And I feel guilty for liking this show. But I know how this ended. Yeah. Or how it, I know where this concluded and what it led to. Um, Because again, the show is so closely related to what happened in real life. And so closely, uh, uh, reimagined to how uh the real life rick ross uh sort of dealt with this entire situation with the cia and and sort of yeah. so what I, what i think is the major issues mirror yeah there was cia involved there yeah, was yeah. a young kid whatever whatever but the individual stories and shit like that 
that's all John Singleton in the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I mean, uh, John got in there, and you obviously gonna put some creative yeah. uh, swag on there. History is history. Yeah, like nigga, we know the CIA did yeah. this shit. So, so let me make it cute. You now, gotta make it cute. How do we? How do we tell this story without yeah. glorifying it? Yeah. Um. And that's so. That's kind of the the weird, I guess, uh, dichotomy of emotions that you deal with when you have these sort of stories. Um. Whether you talk in Franklin, whether you talk in Ghosts from Power, whether you talk in any drug dealing, like hell, even when you think of like the cool drug dealing in your neighborhood or in your in your your town, where it's like, no, nah, he get a kids a few dollars, they go to the ice cream truck, they run in the store, like he a good dude, he like a Robin Hood in the hood to you in a way. But then when you realize, my he, nigga, you just made seventy thousand last week and you 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 pass out six hundred dollars worth of chips, yeah, and you also poisoning everybody's parents who you giving these few dollars to and the reason that these kids are so happy for these chips is because their mama ain't home and yeah. they ain't ate they ain't ate in but days they ain't ate because they didn't gave all their money she's somewhere strung out or even if she had because that's the thing it, not with crack necessarily uh or not with crack as often but in general with these harsh drugs and intravenous drugs and all that it's functioning addicts you have plenty of functioning addicts who get up and go to work and all, but they money funny because it's going toward drug habit. So they ain't paying for no food. They ain't bought no groceries in the crib in days. Your kid ain't ate in days. So when that drug man get your kid ten dollars, woo, your kid going crazy, dog. And it's just it's hard to root for the bad guy. But we've also been conditioned to do it. Um, I could do without the secondary storyline in this in this show. The Hispanic one, the Mexican people. Yeah. So I feel like in season two, the Mexican storyline came together well with the other two storyline with yeah. CIA and with Franklin. So that's uh, so if you listen to our other recap of Snowfall, the story is broken down into literally three storylines: Franklin, CIA, the Mexicans. Season one. The Mexican and CIA storyline were so kind of detached from Franklin. You almost didn't care about I them. I don't. I don't. Season two, it was all brought together in a way that made sense. And and it kind of it led to where we should be going season three in figuring out how the CIA was able to access all this stuff from South America to give to Franklin or get in the hands of Rick Ross in real life um, and, and get it funneled through the hood. But I agree with you. I think that the Mexican storyline overall is not strong enough to continue. It made sense in season two, and I'm glad y'all did what y'all did. It kind of led to some other things, the shooting and all that. But I don't need it back. Like You don't have to keep running with that. That's not what I think about when I think of Snowfall. No. I'll be thinking like, well, damn, how is Franklin going to get out of this? How... um, What's gonna be with Unc and uh, Auntie and Uncle? Like, how's their relationship? Or how how is she is? Because... She the one started all this shit. And so I kind of, to that point too, I feel like where the Mexican storyline really lost me was that it was taking away from the storylines of characters involved with Franklin, yeah. who I felt were underdeveloped. Um, and you were giving me characters who I really care about or want to care about, but you ain't giving me enough to know about them. Man, watching Snowfall is like playing San Andreas. Yeah. Like every day it's a new mission. Like, all right, we're going to start off by doing this, but damn, something happened. So you got to go on this side of town and get all this shit done yeah. in order for you to to make it over here to get to, to drop off the dope. Like, yeah. I felt like it's a, a real life version of San Andreas. 
so thinking about uh that's a video game um for um yeah for the listeners who don't know what san andreas is <laughs> that's the um, um grand theft auto yeah uh, video game so thinking about too like maybe removing and hopefully i don't know if they do or not but thinking that if they remove that hispanic uh mexican connection storyline and they did start to develop some of the other characters you can also show a little bit more realistically what goes into becoming a near billionaire from selling crack and funneling crack through the hood like that's not something you can give me as a as one third of of a story every episode and like no it's so much franklin gotta do so much to get this off and to do what him and the cia are about to do you can't break that up every time and then show me what the mexican lady doing like it just don't work for me bro. like through the first seasons yeah. the um the budding relationship with him and his, his high school crush his, yeah, yeah or whatnot i thought was like okay they finally gonna get together and they doing yeah. all this and ultimately it didn't work out because she don't like the nigga selling drugs yeah um, I thought that was gonna come together. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It didn't. Nope. It looked like it was still, but it it, it nah. didn't. Um, the relationship that he has with his fa- her father. Yeah. Who's a black man from the neighborhood? Who's a, who's police, a police officer? officer? That people don't respect him. Yeah. Um, well, black people don't respect him because you the police. Yeah. But like him really loving his community and want to wanting to do better. Yeah. And watching the show. He the bad guy. Yeah. But in real life, he the good guy. Yeah. So that's kind of the wild part, too. Like, not only are we rooting for the bad guy and the guy that's poisoning our community and and killing and uh, making addicts out of hundreds of thousands of people, we're rooting against the guy that's trying to stop him. The family man. That's trying to protect his daughter. The man who don't want his daughter to be with a drug dealer who came to... Uh, to the, the the aid of the neighborhood when the white cops was coming ready to fuck everything up, he come through, chill everybody out. Yeah. Um. The I like the relationship between well, how it was written. Yeah. Um. I thought the relationship between Franklin and his father mm-hmm. um, was an interesting dynamic and yeah. in how that happened. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to learning a little bit more about Franklin's father. Yeah. They started to get into that season two. Yeah. Um, his father had been, because he was a drug addict, he yeah. was homeless, um, and he had been out on the a streets. Happy homeless. Yeah, happy homeless. Uh, and he had been out on the streets, and then he ended up getting caught up in a, a homeless raid, uh, which sounds wild when you think about it. Like, how you raiding the street? Like, how you kicking me off the street? Like, I don't have anywhere to go. But he got caught up in that. Um, he went to county for a little bit. Got out, got cleaned up, started talking back to Franklin's mom. Uh, she welcomes him back secretly at first into her life. And then when Franklin finds out, because uh, he was kind of developing a little bit of a relationship with his dad on the side that his mom didn't know about. Yeah. Um. But meanwhile, his mom and his dad was kind of fixing their their problems. And the closer that his dad got to his mom, the more Franklin. Another image situation. Yeah. He started to resent him. Uh. And and he resented his pops and he didn't want him around. And his dad was then starting to tell him, like, yo, you don't need to be doing what you're doing. His dad was kind of giving him that moral compass. And Franklin was like, fam, who who are you? And we had that amazing scene in season two after Franklin got arrested and his mom and his dad come to visit him. Uh, and you get Franklin. So they're, they're talking on the phone. They at the jail. They on the phone. And 
Franklin's mom couldn't really talk to him. She couldn't stand seeing him the way he was. He had the black eye. He had just got jumped. He looked bad. So his dad got on the phone and he was trying to give him some words of encouragement and, and dad or Franklin snapped like, yo, fam, like you nigga now you now? want you want to tell me this now nigga really i've been waiting all this time for, hey. for franklin all right nigga grow up here nigga hey you're not this you are still a young kid but now yeah. you need to grow up you early this grown man business you know what i'm this saying grown like, man i've been business. waiting for him to get that 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 streak yeah he do it with the administrative tab i will administrate somebody fucking you up but Facts. Like, he hasn't done it um so i was happy when old boy was like you grab the biggest nigga in there. You beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, man. That that again, dog. That finale was just amazingly done. What's bro. dude name on the show? His best friend. Yeah. Uh, shit. Don't give me the line. I'm. I want dog his, with the fro. Yeah, dude with the fro. Yeah. I need them to toughen his character up because I don't fear you. <laughs> yeah. like, so you know. it's it's wild because it's like he the one he didn't spend some time in jail. He the one from the hood that everybody's kind of like. So his name on the, sh- of course they're not showing it on the thing. His real name, the actor is Isaiah John. Uh, he plays. Let's see, I'm going to his IMDb because we're gonna get this right. So he plays. Uh, why you Why you looking that up? Like I want him because he didn't caught Christ. a body. On yeah, the yeah, show. yeah. Um, and he he's like ready to roll, but like he just don't seem like. You can't be the enforcer, yeah. Until you get a little bit of a more of a mean streak or something. I don't know. If they need to. I don't know. Leon, Leon. that's his name on the yeah. show. Leon, Leon. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm. Yeah, he definitely doesn't come across as the the tough guy that they've made him out to be. He ain't no Weebay. Yeah, he definitely ain't no Weebay. You ain't no Weebay. So I think too. I you ain't no Slim Charles. Cause I actually had this. Uh, Cause you know all. Any show that comes out that's about drugs, folks immediately start talking about The Wire. Yeah. Um, it's a natural comparison. I get it. Uh, nothing will ever be The Wire. Let me just throw that out there. No. Um, best show ever. But, or one of them, Top Hot Dead or Alive on anybody book. But I think with Snowfall, too, kind of to, to what you just said about Leon, but also what we was just saying about Franklin. Like, yo, you ain't a little kid no more. Like, you, he's grown man moves. I think one thing that made The Wire a little bit more gritty and maybe a little bit more effective was that at the top of the food chain, these was grown ass men yeah. doing grown men things. You know what I'm saying? Where not that we don't know that young kids could come in that game and make it happen and be and lead some but it's just because Bodie was a soldier Bodie so that's the thing grown but it was grown men kind of teaching Bodie yeah and I feel like with with Franklin I mean you got the one connect that that gave him some game season one a little bit and then it kind of turned when Franklin really started getting money now it's like is he gonna be the connect or the enemy yeah his connect is is giving them business advice yeah with your money yeah but how to run these streets and handle these streets you he know, don't have no OG like kind of school and like his uncle maybe uncle was but, supposed to be doing that, but he don't listen. He's smarter than his uncle. Yeah, because his uncle was the the local weed man, right? So he was getting his money off the weed, but his uncle don't know what to do with his this. Uncle was scared of the white. His shoot, his aunt, his uncle's wife is smarter than the uncle, like, and she's more savvy uh, in this game, and she done probably gave him better advice yeah. than the uncle has. What? Smart in different ways. Yeah, on yeah. Some street shit. He know what to do. Yeah, facts. He got his own lane. Yeah. Um, but as far as the strategy, like, so you come up with the strategy, I'm gonna execute. Yeah. 
Uh, or if it's on some gangster shit, like, all right, nigga, this is who you need to lean on because yeah. such and such and such and such. Um, they opened up season two um, about Louise. Is that her name on the show? Hello, Louise? Uh, you talking about um, the auntie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think. Let me look that up. We but, gonna get these names right, fam. Yeah, it's, you feel me? It's important, but it's not. Not to tomorrow. Not to tomorrow. Yo, watch the show. You'll see that names. Uh, but they they opened up on her character a lot. Yeah, they did. They gave her all this backstory, and she was in love with the the other lady, and that was I don't, it was a little much. But I mean, Louise. Yeah, you had that right. Yeah, yeah, on Louise. So, um, I think too with her, and not just because she's from the crib. But just in general with her character and sort of the the way that they open up on it last last season, I do want to I'm interested in her and and really what her and Franklin do, because her and Franklin have a unique relationship. Right. Facts, facts. Like he's her nephew through marriage, but she and was not even married. Yeah. They met through a relationship, yeah. a long term one yeah. and common a rocky law. one. Common law joint. Yeah. And Cali. Yeah. But uh, she was the first person that Franklin trusted with a lot of this um she was the first person to cook up she gave him the she gave him the connect yeah she hooked him up with the cook up and then he gave her the first cook house like so their relationship is so unique because it's like she's second in command she's second in command she's really and when he went to prison yeah or jail she had to keep running stuff yeah. um so i'm i'm very curious to see what they do with their characters uh Matter of fact, she met up with the uh the CIA. Nigga. Yeah, like she she's very much in the know. She's the reason that Franklin, that CIA dude got Franklin out. Yeah, like that wasn't gonna happen till some plugs came down through the CIA to that local uh, county jail to get Franklin out. So she put that play together, and I'm very curious to see with her being second in command because you know right now Leon think he's second in command, and at times Unc think he's second in command. But she's smarter than everybody but Franklin so far. So to see kind of what they do with her character and see how the other characters react to that, because she definitely going to make her presence known in a male-dominated yeah. faction or not. So so what you what you looking forward to see this year? I mean, this season? Uh, season three, man, expectations. Um, so with this story, right, and, and it's something we know about these streets in general, man, you're either going to end up dead or in jail. That's that's just the thing. So since season one of Snowfall, my whole sort of outlook is like I'm like waiting on something to happen. Season two, something happened. He got put in jail. Oh boy, got killed too. Yeah. Oh boy, did get killed. I forgot it. His a man. Ma yeah, yeah. A, a major character go have to. Something gonna have to yeah. happen to a major character. So and for a show that through two seasons has stuck very close to reality and has not dramatized the drug game as much um major characters will continue to fall that's so that's been the downfall of a show like power where y'all romanticized and dramatized the story and y'all let people live and not go to prison who would not have really lived and not gone to jail for certain things so i think that snowfall will continue that for that to happen i think somebody like maybe unk might die i think somebody mm. like maybe leon might die I think Leon might turn on Franklin when he realized he ain't who we think he is in the 
in the hierarchy of what they doing. One thing like I, mean, I don't really trust Leon loyalty like that. One thing I don't necessarily what they didn't show is because him and Leon fell out. Yeah, and all of a sudden Leon was back on. Leon is man's again like, when he oh, get man, arrested. My bad, I apologize. Hey, like no, you just can't that ain't apologize. how this work, fam. You just was mad because your man turned turncoat. Cause I ain't killed for him. Cause I was trying to keep the heat off us. Then he went out there to bring the heat directly on. He was literally being watched. I had to shoot him to keep him from doing that. He ended up dying. Uh, but and Franklin didn't have to shoot him to keep him from doing that. But I'd have shot the nigga. I'd have shot him before he went to the park. That's the thing. It was opportunity to prevent him from going to the park. Like once he was out there, now you got the feds watching and everybody. It was just a mess. But uh. I think that somebody will definitely die this season. Somebody major. Somebody that we care about. And I think that not even, again, I, I think it more now so with uh with John Singleton's passing and him not being involved moving forward to a season four if they get one. Uh, they definitely get a season four. Yeah. Because uh, I'm. And possibly a season five. Yeah. But I feel Matter like. Fact, I can almost guarantee it's going to be a season five. See, I think it stops at four. We'll see. Depending on what happens in season three. So season three is going to be fire. Yeah, facts. I, I already know facts. it. Facts. And they said apparently this year every single episode is action-packed and it kind of leave you on your edge, whatever. That was how I felt season two, so I'm I'm ready for that. So if season three is going to be fire, every watching, everybody watching season four to see see what happened, if it fell off. Right? Yeah, yeah. And let's say it don't do good. Yeah. There's going to be another season to, to, to be sure. Yeah. And then after that, it's over. Yeah. If it and don't. I, so the reason I say I think it ends at four because I feel like no matter what. But John Singleton didn't write this shit by himself. No, 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 no. He so, wrote probably past like the first the treatment of the initial season one episodes. It was probably to a team. Yeah, it's and a, and he just he's a Chinese dude. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, yeah. he's one of the head writers. So um, no, I definitely think that the show will go on. Uh, I just the reason I think it stops at four and it's a lot contingent on what happens in season three. I think that with the nature of the subject matter that uh, we're talking about. Season three is 1982. Yeah. And, and that's and so we pacing 82. But you got into like 92, 93 yeah, before this really fell off and turned into what it turned into crack. Yeah. Like so in 88 crack was in his full. Yeah. In his full. That's six years. Fam. Yeah. So it just it depends on like when they come back tomorrow, uh, today, when y'all hear this, sort of where they start off. Um, cause last we saw, Franklin and dude from the CIA was making a deal and and figuring out like, yo, this is what we about to do for you. It looked like uh Dave graduated into selling weight. Yeah, being a distributor. Yeah. Um, see Franklin on a plane with with with, with suits and yeah. shit like that. I also see people trying to rob them. Um, and well, some of the trailers, yeah. there's gonna be a lot yeah. of beefs and and things of kidnappings yeah. and shit like Cause that. Because that's what began to happen. Uh, and we got a little bit of a taste of that last season. Uh, with Leon's girlfriend and that whole moment where she stole a little bit off the top because she was also cooking up, and uh, but she had turned head. So we had, we know that in that era, that became a thing. A lot of these crackheads also became your worst enemies. They kidnap people close to you. They kill people close to you, trying to get access to your money and your things and your stuff that they had. A bunch of uh, Uncle Ices out yeah. here. A lot of Uncle Ice type characters, man. Uh, so I'm curious to see how much of that they stick to, too. Like with the with the beefs and stuff that we see in the trailer, 
how much of that is going to be just random because, hey, we know Franklin is the head dude over there. And how much of that's going to be like, nigga, no, I'm what was what was uh, Leon boy that Franklin killed? They man's the nigga look like dude from girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely looked like William. Uh, His name's William. But I right, we calling him William. So how much of that is going to be? Hey, I'm William's cousin partner. Like that sort of thing. How much of that is gonna be? Yo, Franklin was my connect, but now I see this nigga pulling up in the in the plane. I might want to rob this nigga now. Like, wasn't old boy his cousin though? His right hand man wasn't that his cousin? That was his cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious to see how much of that beef that we see in the trailer is stemming directly from stuff that Franklin's involved in. Like beyond just yo, I'm I'm selling pounds now, and I'm selling weight, and I'm getting it off. No, how many of these niggas is niggas you date a leader of the gang? Like, so what's gonna be the storyline with like, uh? Again, that's where I'm coming because I also and I thought this during season one, less in season two, but I feel like between Franklin and Aunt Louise, it's a little bit of a funny relationship there too. That as he continues to get money and kind of leans on her, could very well play romantic. Just from being closely, you know what I'm saying, tied to one another in this business, and I'm like, if that happens, what happens with Unc? Because because Unc loves some Louise, boy. So and that's the only Unc girlfriend. Yeah, and that, I mean, she already done left him three times, nigga. And then he did get right and gave her half the money. Yeah, you know, and which I, I respected because he did what he was supposed to He's do. Like, Listen. Yeah, this, is, this, <laughs> this it. You earned this, man. This y'all keep. But I'm like, she already left him for a lady till the lady beat her up. And she had to bust the lady in the head. Also, what's going to happen with her? Because her character was kind of major for a minute. She was buying from Franklin. She ain't die? No. She ended up like majorly concussed or something like that. But, you know, she all right. So it's like, all right, she was one of Franklin top custos. Because she was getting it off in her club. So what's gonna happen with that relationship? Like, man, we we moving past that. It's this. I'm moving weight. That. So here's what I really want them to explore, though, and I hope they get into the way they tried to give us that Mexican storyline that didn't really fit. If y'all remove that, I really would love to see if they involve. Let's talk about these Bloods and Crips and these Latin Kings and these gangs in California yeah. that really became the launching pad. For this crack in these streets Because this just wasn't in, in Cali specifically Other areas when you got to the east coast And all that it wasn't necessarily a gang thing But in Cali This was gang related than a motherfucker Well gang banging started When crack came yeah. Because now that was a way for us folks In this neighborhood was already in a gang yeah. To actually make money Yeah, Because so it came, it went from being about Protecting our neighborhood And claiming our neighborhood To now I'm beefing with your neighborhood because y'all got crack over there and we don't. Y'all got more crack than we do. Or it's like, no, fam, this is our neighborhood. Yo, Why you selling over here? Yeah. Oh, you in my hood? With the crack? Nigga, give me your connect and your guns and your money and we finna run your shit. Not knowing it's enough crackheads for everybody. Yeah, so I'm I'm very, that's a fact. Uh, sad fact. No, I mean, it's like y- y'all didn't have to kill over territory. Yeah, no, it was crackheads in your neighborhood that you never needed to come to mind. It was, it's enough, it was enough money for everybody to, and be perfectly honest, I don't know if I ever said this on this one, uh, this podcast before, but I don't care about drugs. Yeah, like I think all drugs should be legal, like crack, heroin, whatever, what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think all that shit should be legal because what the drugs being illegal has never stopped anyone from doing them. Facts. And the only reason 
being having it illegal creates a black market and the black market comes with the violence the murders and all the shootings and stuff like that mm -hmm. if it was if you can go down the street and get your little crack whatever you'll fix in a safe environment and then all the money that we put into fighting crime and the deas and all that stuff you can put that into drug treatment facilities and prevention mm. now if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, we can have you do it safely because you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. But now we take o now we take off or take away the danger aspect of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not because I think that you should be doing it, but I would rather you spend your re re resources in prevention and helping with addiction because making it illegal has never stopped anybody from doing it. But see, that's what they won't do. They won't put it into prevention because it's just like the big pharma drug game, right? Like we could create fam. We've never cured the common cold. Why? Cause ain't no money in the cure. The money is in all this other bullshit yeah. we give you. So with drugs, um, yeah, they could, you know, take that money and make things legal and then put it into, uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, because that's really what it was. But that so that's I feel like that's what they're trying to do. Right. Like they're testing weed right now. Weed is literally being used as a uh, lab rat right now to see, yo, if we make this legal in all these different states that are doing it, let's see how much of an economy boost we get. Right. Economy boost like niggas won't be killing each other over bowls in the city of Detroit. Yeah. If I can go to CVS and give me a bag of weed. Yeah. It's yeah. like, why would I go into this dark neighborhood in the middle yeah. of the night when I can go to Myers? Yep. Or I can go whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why like, would I meet up with this shady character in this uh, Yukon with the windows tinted? Yeah. Now, the issue is still going to be because y'all won't allow these young African, these young African Americans to actually have the shops. You yeah. Keep, you keep, when they trying to do legal business, yeah. you keep closing them down and now mm -hmm. they still going to be illegal. And that's so that's it's kind of crazy too, man. Like how difficult it is to open a dispensary or open a provision provisioning shop and all that. Like, fam, y'all are literally preventing me from doing something. You're telling me it's now legal for me to do, but now you're not letting me do it because nice and you gotta have X amount of capital up yeah. already. And it's fam, like it don't take me about a thousand dollars to get this business off the ground. I didn't seen it happen before. <laughs> and that's so that's the wild part. It's like you telling me I need this much capital. Half the buildings that Catch is trying to get are along East and West Seven Mile. These buildings ain't worth the thirty thousand. You telling me this building costs fifteen hundred right now? I could buy it, own it, and turn it into whatever I want to do it. But I'm literally doing that right now, dog. Yeah, dog. And it's like I have the capital to purchase this, but once I tell you what I'm purchasing it for. Now you're telling me, okay, we can't do this. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it is, man. It's literally what it is. So, oh, y'all off camera, y'all don't see what's going on. Yeah, but, but just know that what we was just talking about is literally in the process of happening. Like, it's buildings out here for sale for the extreme low. But once you tell the state and the government what you're trying to do with that building, that's when they say, oh, no, you need to put up X amount of dollars for this. And it's like, no, I don't, fam. Because then if I bought this building and was selling weed out the back of it illegally. Now you want to come seize. Now you want to come seize the whole property. And it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to just keep doing what I do and sell out the window of the car. Yeah. Um, But no, nah, man, to back to Snowfall, dog, I'm I'm curious to see with this season how much we progress through that crack era um because we know like not only was that crack era we were kids 
during the the height of it, you know, that mid and late 80s, but I'm like... But we, so, yes. So I'm born in 82. Yeah. So we were definitely children during the 80s. However, we were raised... In it. By high school, not high school. We was raised by young adults in the 80s. Yeah. So... My mom ate. Well, my mom was twenty one when she had. Hey. Me, you know what I'm saying. So, my dad was twenty three, I believe. Hey. You know what I'm saying, or somewhere around there. Hey. So and it's like if they are young adults living in the '80s and you growing up, having a child in the '80s, you living through all that. Well, that's a tough time, dog. And I mean, niggas listen to this podcast. They already know my background enough. I was raised by a nigga involved in all of that. And. Like in the, I know like we be talking about like back in the day, yeah. How Detroit was all. Remember when we used to be able to ride our bikes and everything? Hey, fam, that was never safe. Fam, in the eighties, in early nineties, Detroit was at the worst. Yeah, like that's when the crime the crime rate was at its absolute highest. Niggas was dying every day. Yeah. Right now, I know we think it's fucked up right now, and it is. Yeah. The crime rate is lower. Man. There are lower amount of deaths. We're right not now. the murder capital right now. We're not the uh, highest violent crime capital right now. Like, we are still top five. Uh, I mean, but I'm saying we not. But like number, we were number one with a bullet back then, nigga. <laughs> pun, <laughs> all pun. Like but you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was tough. Yeah, it was, re- and be- um, because of snowfall. And and it's like so. So what my pops was involved in. He, tr- he tried to sell, you know, he tried to get that off. He wasn't really a seller, though. My pops was the hitman in the street, basically. He robbed his a muscle. lot of them. Yeah, my, my pops robbed a lot of the niggas dealing. That was his thing. He Where he was, my pops was a wild boy. That nigga used to rob the niggas dealing and then try to sell it back. That's, <laughs> like, what, the, that's what the police do now. And I mean, yeah. Um, and, and he was trying to get his Robin Hood on. But to, to come up in, like, to Jay's point about the lack of safety and how dangerous these streets really were back in the day to be in the house with it to get your school clothes on and realize it's in your pocket because it came out in the laundry and it came out that sort of shit and you just walking up the street to try to run to the store back in the day you walk past crackheads all day long you didn't know the dangers you was really around back then because it was so common. Yeah. But that shit y'all see now that y'all think is like crazy. Nah, I fam. It, it ain't. Cats was ODing in the middle of the street back when we was kids, dog. Like I am interested in um this season to see what this newfound fame and power yeah. does to Franklin. So how does this change him? as a person his character his spending habits his personality and the newfound money and respect yeah uh his auntie gonna start acting different his uncle gonna yeah. start acting different like because money changes everybody everybody act differently oh yeah so so i'm power curious changes everybody rather i i think not only will it change the people around him but i think that this new pound newfound fame and, and newfound power I feel like it's going to take him off his square a little bit. Because mm-hmm. what do we know about every major drug dealer ever? Eventually, it gets to you, and you lose the discipline that you came up with at some point. Maybe a little. Or you think everybody out to get you. Now yeah. you're super paranoid. And that paranoia fucks with you. And you stop trusting the people who got you to where you are. And it's like, fam, they're not against you, but you can't trust that because you've seen too much. You've seen too many people turn against you. You've seen too many people turn addict. And now you don't even know they're at. They in your crew. 
And they smoking this shit. Not everybody know you the man, niggas is at your head. Yeah. The relationship between you and your ex girl's father, your girl's father, or whatever. Yeah. He's like, we at war. Yeah. Like, you done messed up. We know what you're doing. Like, so how is that relationship going to be? Yeah, man. And the relationship with his mom, man. Like, you know, that was strained because of him selling the dope. She wouldn't even, he would try to pay the house off and try to do all that. And she wasn't a fan of none of it because she like, I don't want your drug money. So it's like knowing the relationship he had with his mom, but also knowing how much he hates her being back with his dad. How does this impact them? Because he might come out like, mom, I'm not even listening to you while you with that nigga. How does his dad take to this? Because his dad's a former addict. Does he get hooked at some point? Because this crack ain't been out since his dad been clean. This crack is new to these streets. Does he get involved in this and get hooked on that product that he hears his boy is selling out here in these streets? So it's just, and how many more run-ins with the law do we get? Because now we know, Franklin, you've been touched. You've been touched. Them cops got to you. Uh, you got a little sloppy. And, and you got, it wasn't on no drug shit, but you, you caught a body. You caught a body by mistake. You try to do some innocent shit, uh, but you ended up catching a body from it. So it's like, where does that land you in the eyes of the law? Uh, now? FX. Why the fuck y'all so stingy with Showtime? I mean, what 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 FX? What the on demand, dog? Yeah. Like why? Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't understand it. Like th- this the week before it comes. Give out. me your original programming so I can run that back. So, uh, to those who might be asking, yo, why is Ann and Jay a little loose on direct? information because we don't have access to it i bought it up itunes yeah. the season for twenty dollars i'm like well damn yeah i and i wasn't gonna do that like i just i wasn't god bless him but we was going again if you want a little bit more detail and specifics go listen to whatever episode that was the snowfall episode i'll find it in uh yeah we'll we throw that link in the description for you too man but just in general dog i'm i'm excited to see where season three goes i'm excited to see how far in the 80s this season progresses. Yeah. Because like you said, we was in 82 when we left. I mean, this, oh, season, this season starts in 82. 82 okay, yeah. okay. So we start in 82. We got a whole nother decade to go through before this era winds down and becomes, you know, halfway back to normal. So it's like, how much of it are we really going to get into from 82? Because now, again, they touched on it with Leon's girlfriend, we about to see these zombies. We need to see what this crack was really doing in these streets and to these people in these neighborhoods. I feel like this season has no choice but to be bold. I'm excited as hell about it. If y'all rocking with Snowfall, we going to give y'all this review every week. We going to rock with it. If anything else come out in, the in between, we going to figure out a way to squeeze that in too. But let us know how y'all feel about Snowfall. By the time y'all hear this, y'all should be amped up and ready to listen uh, to our review of the first episode of season three of snowfall which drops technically tomorrow but by the time y'all hear it it'll be today wednesday at 10 p.m on fx uh last words on it man um i'm excited I yeah can't wait my dvr is set Facts. i'm not gonna delete them because they be so stingy with they fucking <laughs> on demand shit <laughs> um i started to pirate that shit but yeah they might listen to this one day that hey um, that's a fact so i'm not going to pirate it they're not gonna um, snowfall me. Uh, Minister Society review coming soon. Oh, Minister Society review coming soon, and actually, I got a couple hits too about uh, that Thin Line review that we hinted at with it being on Netflix right now. So we we might randomly give y'all some little throwback reviews. Keep an eye out. We might pop in here on the weekend one time and give y'all a smooth hour. Uh, but yeah, that Minister review coming. Thin Line coming. Snowfall thin next line week. Coming. Thin Line coming. Cut me coming. Cut me coming. Yo, shout out to Uncle Luke. Uh, and shout out to 
Snowfall, shout out to the whole cast. Rest in peace, John Singleton. Excited. Season 3, Wednesday, 10 p.m. on FX. Be on the lookout. Soon as this episode will go off, uh, we're going to get to that review and try to get y'all something so y'all can be prepared for the next episode. I'm Ant. That's Jay. Snowfall, Season 3. It's back, and we out.